Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered. Deuce had no interest whatsoever in gambling at all. Thank God. Not allowed to. Well, he's, he's Johnny American over there. You know, he's like Mr. Pureblood. I'm already on edge. Don't, don't, he's, he's don't push know. me over the edge today. Everyone's pumping the Patriots up. Like, now I... Patriots. There's still going to be some no really way. interesting totally matchups agree. in these last three games that that'll tell you something. I caught, I caught I that. Caught that. Yeah. that could be arrogance <laughs> or pessimism. <laughs> right. You the beauty, a little bit of both. The beauty of Mike Dussault yeah. right there. In- oh, you should have heard the harumphing in the press box from Eric on that game. He was disgusted. <laughs> he loves the I powder like, blues. I do. I, love I, do. I, can't, I can't lie about okay, that. I, you're right. It's probably <laughs> it, about it, the it, uniforms. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I don't consider South America to be overseas. Eric wishes he was in Europe, so that makes sense. Yes. His mind is yeah. in Europe. That should be his Yankee swap kit. We just make a T-shirt. A t-shirt. I'd, I'd rather, rather be in Europe. Harumph. <laughs> this is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Wednesday here at Gillette Stadium. Getting ready for the Jacksonville Jaguars who... Not sure uh, if the team's going to be able to show up at this point. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So many guys. I think they have eight I, guys total I think in they're the trying defensive to front. <laughs> I do. I think they're trying to forfeit It crossed my mind this morning when looking at I think at, they're done. They I don't want to play. I literally counted up between defensive end, defensive tackle, and linebackers. They got eight they guys got right now. Eight guys total on, on the active roster I, I, for the I, front seven. I, I'm, I'm half joking, but I think there might be some truth to like they, they just don't want to play anymore. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot of incentive. There's to like, not. Yeah. There's very little incentive. They're going to call up. Just be. What if we just say you guys win yeah. and we don't need to play it? <laughs> All yeah. right. The league said something earlier about being able to forfeit. Do you, Do you want to do that? Can, can we do that? Can we this do week? that situation? Can we execute that this week? What do you think, Bill? So you know. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. That's fine with me. Yeah. With the new re-entry rules, yeah. now it's five days instead of ten. There's a chance that. Yeah. A lot of these guys will be able to play. Yeah, it's good. But at the end of the day, you know, they wouldn't have been able to practice and so on. And, you know, so it, it, the question is, okay, so what will we be able to gather out of this game? And I think what we need to see is the Patriots just take care of business from beginning to end. Yeah. No Houston Texan game. Right. Nothing like that. We need to see a Patriots team come out and just outright dominate yeah. well, from but, beginning to end. But if they do that, there's going to be an asterisk because it's against, A, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are, B, like fielding a third-string preseason team. Yeah, on that's happening. But what are you really going to learn but by that? If, but if they don't do that, you'll learn a lot, right? Yeah. But a good team should be able to do that. Yeah, go out there and execute. I, you well, know, what's uh, yeah. about. If they're, I mean, at the I mean, end of the year, you're gonna, even if they had every single guy that played, would you be like, "Well, there's no asterisk now." They, yeah, they right. beat them. If, if, if the Patriots <laughs> are a good team, the they should part. dominate this game from uh, beginning to end. Yeah, it's like a, like, it's like a walkthrough. You got to like get on track. We've got our guys out there. We'll I think to Eric's team. point, I think if they're a bad team, they should dominate this game from beginning. No, to No, because end too. the Jacksonville Jaguars are a bad team. No, that's the, they're beyond bad. Mm, well. they're like with. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the week. Some of these guys might play, but what did you say, Mike? We had yeah, it was like eight of the front seven. That's what I just said. Eight <laughs> guys. They got eight healthy guys in the front seven. I mean, I'm sorry if you run for 250 yards and they're missing eight guys in the front it's seven. It's not fair. Yeah. You you could still be bad. Well, that's like, what makes it like overall. It's just tough to play the um, you know the game where well you beat them and we didn't beat them. Like the, well what well what t- Titans team did you play? Did you play the Derrick Henry Titans team or what Browns team did you play? Who was their quarterback that day? There's so much of that this year of just different teams and you know like Miami for instance getting Tennessee this week like 
Mm-hmm. What Tennessee team are they playing? It's not the same team that the Patriots played. So yeah, it's just a lot of weird there's stuff. There's a like lot that. of that, but Jacksonville is really, really bad. Oh, yeah. I don't Plus, even the handful of NFL players they have aren't, you know, right now aren't eligible to play. Now, some of them might. You know, we'll see, but the, the new rules, which I've been ranting against all right. week. We just talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you finally have one specific example now. Like, Cole Beasley couldn't play for the Bills last week, but Carson Wentz can play for the Colts this week. Right. Both unvaccinated. You know, this is yeah. apples to apples. Right. I don't, think you, I don't think you should be changing rules in the middle of seasons, but I guess this, you know, if you're going to do it, I guess this is reason because of such an unprecedented, yeah. you know, situation yeah. but definitely a team like the browns who are going to have a gripe at the end of the season legit of, you know seeding yeah. and playoff spots in general are going to be affected by who can play and who can't play sure by you know yeah. and in the rules were different yep for for some teams rather than others so we're talking about the jacksonville obviously uh last night we learned john madden passed away yep. so um you know the nfl world is is tributing him today um you know just his name is synonymous with the NFL, you know. And to me, you break up his legacy into three parts. It's the coaching, the broadcasting, and then the video game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. to me, the the big the, the one that is the most important I think is the broadcasting. You know, because he coached for 10 years. You mean in terms of his influence? That's or? the most important part of his legacy. Uh because, you know, if he wasn't the broadcaster he was, they wouldn't have asked him to do that video game. You know, it's because right. it's because he became that every man and yeah. everyone loved him and you know, he made it entertaining for the first guy that really kind of do what he did and that's why he got asked to do the video game because so many people they thought yeah. of Madden, they had good feelings. I would yeah. agree. I would yeah. agree. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I do you remember Fred when he stopped coaching and was first asked to be a broadcaster. Yeah. Well, they. I watched the thing last night. He originally said no. He said I wasn't interested. Be, what did he say? Why? He just was. You know. He, he didn't just, know how to do it. Yeah, or like, well, he said when he was a coach, he didn't like the media. He didn't like broadcast. He, he didn't like the way they did it. Yeah. He didn't think they did it right. Yeah. So he said no at first, and then they kept. They they told him you could do it. Do it the way you yeah, want to do it. And, and so he said yes, and the rest is history. Mm. Yeah. I feel like just as a as a person, he kind of embodies almost like the offensive lineman, like the he's a football guy. Yeah, like you yeah. just look at John Madden, you're like football guy, but has that kind of affable nature to him. A lot of offensive linemen sometimes have that that I think you're right. It just he's football, but it offered a way for fans to kind of connect with him. And the he game was genuine. He wasn't yeah. trying to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. He was just himself. I remember Fred Williamson came in on Monday night football. They tried using him. And he went in and instead of boom, he he started doing pow. And it didn't work because people thought he was just copying Madden. Yeah. And he was like Fred Williamson came tried to do Monday Night Football after Madden. It was during. I think it was. Um, I, I don't know if Madden was out or he had just gone over to f- Fox or something like no that. No recollection. You don't remember that Fred the what was his I know nickname? Fred the Hammer Williamson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and he he started doing pow, and I think he lasted like two games mm-hmm. or maybe he did a season. I'm not sure. But it, it, wasn't, it didn't. It work. wasn't long. It yeah. didn't work. No recollection of that at all. Really? I, I saw. I, I didn't get to see the 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 uh, which call it the, the 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 documentary, documentary on, on, on Madden, Fox. But I did. I saw the very. It was on at like two o'clock on Christmas, yeah. and I saw the very beginning of it. Um, and that that's one of the the sections that I saw was him talking about how he didn't think they broadcast the games properly, and the color analysts in particular, he didn't think 
um, did a great job of, of of doing it, and he told a great great anecdote. It was after th- they lost a Monday night game, and Howard Cosell, who he hated, I guess, yeah, um, had said, uh, I guess uh, Howard saw him after the game and said, "Hey, you know, hey John, great great show, great show." And Madden was like pissed. It was like, you know, this. It's not, not a, a show. Show. Yeah. This is this is this is a game. This is our life. You know, it's it's not a TV show. Yeah. You know, like it's not for you for your entertainment. You know, and I think that sort of <clears throat> probably uh, elicited his his thoughts about that. If I can do it the way I think it should be done, mm. what, what what was that though? Because I I came into it. He was kind of already established as broadcaster. So I just it's John Madden to me. I didn't. What was different about him that he brought to it? That because it was already established by the time I kind of tuned in, I didn't notice a change. I leave, I leave this to the smart well, people. Yeah. I have no idea. No. I, well, I just he made it. He, he was having fun. You know, you could sense that. And like instead of just saying, you know, this guy ran through the a gap, he would he would almost he would say what he was feeling. Oh, he saw that hole and his eyes lit up. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the way he would present it. And you know, like he would say, like you know, a lot of people say, you know. You know, they they had a collision at midfield, and it's you know I just say boom, you know, because that's what it is. It's boom, <laughs> you know, and so he would do things like that, you know, that it a little was, personality, little yeah, flash. yeah. Because and, he, it wasn't the first he, time that a football he would have guy fun came with the telestrator. The you know, he'd write over guys and yeah. write mustaches on them and stuff like that, and so he was just he, he just it was different. Didn't now, he have now a, I have to admit, hmm. when I first saw him, like as younger kid, like oh this is you know he made it enjoyable, but as I grew up. It got old for me, mm-hmm. you know. Like I, I got a little tired of him. Forced a little bit. I, 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 I have to admit that. But he wasn't the first like real football guy to go into the booth, right? Like Frank oh, Gifford, no. and there were others oh, yeah. before him oh, to go in. He many. just kind of oh, had sure, some yeah. flair to him. Well, I yeah. think he also did a good job, uh, from what I can remember as a kid, speaking in layman's terms mm. yeah. about football. Um, that's you what know, I football think. Football vernacular. Yeah, I, I, think, don't, I think Eric nails it. I think I, that's what he did better than other people. I don't remember him. You're right, Eric. I don't remember him ever like getting into like cover two shell depth type of talk. He knew more than the other guys. Yeah, but he he didn't talk like that. He, and, he, and, he and talked that sh- in a way that you you could right. Figure it and out. that shows me that he really knew because he yeah. could break it down into layman's term and not have to use right. the vernacular. Yeah, because most know? people watching aren't going to understand what you're talking about. Right, most people. Most, like, yeah, he, most of the viewers right. aren't going to know what he's talking about if he does that. Right. So I think that was all part of it. You know, yeah. it was, and it was real. It wasn't It wasn't an act. It wasn't yeah. an act. The, the more I see that all the TVs have tributes to him on right now, y- you know who would have been a great casting for him? The late Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> sure. He would have been a anything. dead ringer for him. If they did a movie, but yeah. sadly, he's we lost him too soon, too. It's true. Yeah. I know uh, Bill's talking right now, but um, yeah, so maybe at some point, are you are you recording that? I don't know if we can play it later, or I don't know. Well, you can get it on Patriots.com. It'll be up on Patriots.com. So. I wonder how many of the current generation really knew, a current generation of football, NFL players, knew what Madden was before the video game. Yeah. You know, I don't know because like, I think most of them like they just say they toss the word Madden around all the time. Like when you hear interviews, yeah. like oh, I was playing Madden, and like I I don't know how many of them actually knew that he was a a broadcaster or even a football coach before this. You yeah. know, like they know the name from the video game, like you said. Yeah, it's those three distinct parts. I don't know how many well, of them. I mean, I'd be, I'd be that'd be a great tribute story to write is find out what they know about. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a conversation with my nine year old last night who loves to play Madden. I don't think it ever occurred to them that Madden was a person. 
So it was mm. a really? little, little walk down memory lane. What it's does just, he it's think just Madden, Madden was? It's just a video game. Madden. <laughs> Dad, I mean, you know, Wiz Khalifa but, but hooks us you up. Know, a, lo- a lot <laughs> of people, you know, they think of that video game and they think, oh, John Madden created a video game. He really yeah. didn't. He gave his he lent his name. He lent his name. The yeah. guy that created it is the guy that founded Electronic Arts. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who, you know, EA N- NFL should it's be doing it's tributes to because I mean yeah. that game taught football to a lot of young kids. Yeah, yeah. but he yeah. was, uh, you know, it's another small snippet of the documentary that I caught was that he was adamant that it needed to be real and it needed to have an element of realism. They they didn't know how they were going to get twenty two guys on the screen, and he said, "Well, if it's not eleven on eleven, it's not football." Yeah, and mm-hmm. he refused to do it if it wasn't going to be real football. Mm-hmm. Now it's like almost. Well, virtual it's, reality. It's oh. like too complicated. Yeah. Now. It, it is, and believe me, it's hard as somebody who's lost way too many games in Madden and been yelled at by his <laughs> To his nine-year-old. <laughs> he like, as my nine-year-old rage quits the game because dad just threw another interception with Mac Jones. Like, like what do you want me to do? <laughs> it's not easy. Rage quits. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hard – I mean, you have to really know what you're doing to play Madden. You do. Yeah. I, you do. I've never really played. It's like I, I miss out, like, on a lot of it. Like, I remember him as a coach. And I hated the Raiders, so I hated him because he was the coach of a team that I didn't like. Mm. I mean, I understood that he was a a great coach, but I I didn't like the Raiders. Then, like, the broadcast thing, you guys know my feeling on broadcasters. I just just watch the game. I don't really care. And then the Madden thing, by the time Madden came out, I was too old for video games, so I never really got caught up in a Madden craze. So, like, I feel like I wasn't really a part of this But But even, you know, while he was a broadcaster, besides, like, doing the color, he did things that were – innovative like the all madden team yeah you know that yeah. like he would do that and it would be the guys that like john riggins and mm-hmm. larry mm-hmm. zonk you know those kind of guys that that were like he liked and yeah. you know and then the whole thanksgiving <laughs> thing with the turkey and Turducken. you know yeah. he was he did all that you know yeah. because he was having fun and then you know phil sims came up with yeah. his the iron man yeah the iron yeah. man all that is because of Phil. The, I mean, the uh, all Madden, Madden team, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he he was in a lot of in. <laughs> he was a great pitch man. Yeah, oh, oh great, yeah, great Miller Lite stuff, the Miller Lite commercials. Yep, tough acting, ten acting. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, <laughs> how do you ragu? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he was a great oh. pitch guy. <laughs> he was like Peyton Manning. He was yeah. he was on everything. He yeah, must he have was. been loaded. Yeah. Oh my god, my yeah. god. I mean, the Mad Money. I don't. I'd love to know how much of a. Piece he must of that have he at has. least half a billion dollars. Hey, well, did you yeah. ever read his book? Let's. One knee equals two feet. No. Did you ever read that? No. It's it was kind of like a uh, an autobiography, an autobiography, but also like an explanation of football terms. And w- two of the things that I remember reading about, because I was like, I don't know, I must have been like fourteen or fifteen when I read that book. Two things that stood out to me were the reason why he always drove places and never flew, and one knee equals two feet, which I still use to this day when I'm watching a game and a catch. If a guy has a, one knee down in bounds, a receiver. That's the equivalent of having two feet in bounds. All you need is the one knee. And I remember he said that on a broadcast once, and that was in, in the book, but that ended up being the title of the book, One Knee Equals Two Feet. Um, but, like, he was with – I think he was involved with the San Luis Obispo football team um, when he was in college, and there was a plane crash. Oh, yeah. If I'm remembering right. And, like, he didn't go on the trip or something. I forgot ex- the exact details, but – 
it was that plane crash that forced him to like uh, he decided i i don't ever want to fly again because well, i'm scared to death of that so he it, always drove everywhere yeah, the bus. in a football and the bus the madden cruise well in a football yeah. life um there was a plane ride where uh, while he was a co uh, after he was a coach and he said to him he said you know because it was like really a lot of um you know, bouncing around. Yeah, he said to himself on the flight, "If I get off this flight and I'm okay, I'm never going to fly again." Mm-hmm. And so then he started taking the train at first. Um, it wasn't a bus, and then eventually he he got the bus. Uh, but he did take one more flight, and that was the one to Canton. He took a plane flight to Canton. Wow! And he had the f- wow. the whole plane was full of his people, mm. and they they show him up. Really tempting fate there, John. They, they show him <laughs> up there, and he says, "You know, I hope everyone has a good time. If you need anything, you know, anything at all, don't ask me because I'm not going to be able to do anything." <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be popping Xanax. But he, but he <laughs> said he said he said to himself, "If I get if I get off this flight, I'm never going to fly yeah. again." Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Oh man, there's some videos on TikTok. I've never seen like really bad turbulence, but I've seen some videos on TikTok of like really bad turbulence, and it's just like, please God, I I don't want to have to live through that. I probably make the same pact that John Madden did. Some of that craziness, but yeah, mm. the fact that two hundred million, two hundred according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, yeah, <laughs> yeah. two hundred million. That's pretty good. Not bad. The Madden franchise four billion. The video game franchise. The video game wow. franchise. And he only yeah. got two hundred million. Yeah. Mm. 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 Might want to re- redo that contract. Get a billion out of yeah. that. I mean, let's. Red's kind of right. I mean, it could have been, you know, Dussault NFL right. 23, and it, yeah. it was the game. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, people didn't buy it because of John Madden's name. Now, that probably gave it some legitimacy when it started, right? Right. But it's, yeah. the, it's the game that is the. Imagine if, like, you know. It was Bill Belichick at that time, and they asked him to do the game. Yeah, oh, we're, we're going to play with no quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> quarterbacks? Yeah. He'd have no – there'd be no receivers. <laughs> See, that's a funny – that's a really funny whole there'd thing of, like, you've got to write backs. your whole game. You have to write your own playbook every game. Like, before you even play the game, you got to create the playbook <laughs> right, yourself. Right. Like, you, have oh. to have, you have to have, like, a seven-day work right, week uh, and, like, all right, right. we're implement yeah. the game plan. All right, you're here at 2 a.m. Right. Let's uh, turn like, on. Um, I just, I'm trying to have fun, Bill. That's all I'm trying to do. I just want to play a game. It's like when you used to play the, you know, the three the, Nike uh, points. <laughs> you know the the old uh, football games with the the vibrating. You know, hmm? hello. You, you know what I'm talking about. I, I I knew I didn't want to say it. I, I was trying to describe it because I knew he would yeah, act like that. Electric football. I know what The electric yeah. football. Yes. Thing oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that you know. It does sound like. You, that. you remember yeah. you'd you take all the guys and it, it would take you like five minutes. Oh yeah. To oh, set, yeah. It, set it, it up the way you wanted. Four and seconds as soon as of you chaos. As soon as you hit the button, everybody's like, you know. The guy with the ball would fall down. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, passing was like oh. the most the most difficult oh, thing to so, do yeah. with that little cotton right. thing. Oh, my yeah. God. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. You get the one guy in the corner just like by himself, just hitting the oh, yeah. <laughs> going around. Oh, me and the wall. Me and, me, and, uh, me and Fitzy in one of the early versions of Pat's cast, we did a, a thing with that where we'd be like, let's diagram the key play from the game. And so we'd set it all up pre. So, like, it's all set up exactly like the play was good. And, you know, now let's just see how it unfolds. So the joke was always at the end. You'd describe it, what happened, then you hit it, and then it would just be the total chaos. Right, right. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened on the field. Then we'd <laughs> right. move on. It was, it was right. a good, good bit. Well, they, uh, they had an anniversary of that game. And this is, we're yeah, going back like. I got one. I, I bought ten, a new one. Probably yeah. like 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a, as a lark. Remember, I wrote, I wrote something about it, and I put, you know, like, they, they sent us like a press release or something, and I 
you know, I included in you know the link in it, and they sent us uh, you know the updated version of the game. We oh had, yeah, we yeah, had it yeah, in the bullpen yeah, for yeah. a while. We still got it up there. Oh, it's still it's, I've got it's a bullpen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fun. Uh, I'm gonna head out to practice, and then I gotta shoot a quick segment as well. Wow. So I will. Uh, Mike will return from practice a little bit after one o'clock. Okay. All right. Mike's going off to practice. One of the few. One of the chosen few. Yeah. Only twelve people at practice now. The dandy dozen. Yeah. So uh, we expect big things. Don't forget mood. Keepers peeled. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, so we've got Jaguars coming up. John Madden. What? Oh, did you see what the Bills did? I no. mean, I know. You know, Paul, you don't like it when Patriots fans make fun of other teams, but they deserve all the the joking. No, I, I I'm I'm all in. What are we doing? They came out with a graphic on social media. The Bills are the only team to beat the Patriots two times in a row in Gillette Stadium since the Colts did it in... Oh, five or six. That yeah. was on the broadcast. Yeah, and they made a whole graphic of it and posted it on Bills' social media. Yeah, that was on the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was like a, a popular stat that... Yeah, you know. but the Bills put that out on their social media this morning. Yeah. And? I, I, don't, have, I don't have a huge problem no, with that one. No, you don't? I don't. Oh, okay. I mean... I would have a problem if it was like, are we going to get back to billboards and stuff like that? Like, th- that stuff is weak to but me. Like, if the, if the Bills made a big deal of, like, that kind of crap that their fans do, that's weak, I think. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, mean it, it's I mean, it was all over the game. Yeah, like, I mean. <laughs> but that's other people to do it. But to put it on their own well, social media. So we don't do stuff? Yeah. So let, we don't, we let's, don't, let's we don't accentuate the Let's put the banner up. Let's put the banners up. Let's get okay, some banners well, up. See, I, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll make fun of that. Yeah. Like, I, I saw a they great. Basically, they put a banner on social media is what they did. That's not it's a, a banner. Stat. It's a stat. It's an SID stat. It's now, you know me. I don't have any They made a graphic out of it. Right. It's a whole graphic with artwork and everything. Like, so? Yeah, I don't have any use for it. I would agree with you, but I don't have any use for any of it. So I don't want to offend. I know that we have like an ever-growing empire of that department in our organization, but I don't have any use for any of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if, if if that's the if we, if that's the threshold, then I think it was dumb. But I mean, like, I think that's what every team does: is they accentuate yeah. the positive I, I, stats that that's their team exactly, you know, achieves. I think that's what that's what they're uh, yeah, the social media it, departments do. Like if you had right. 250 yards rushing or somebody had five t- yeah, fine. Yeah, but or, or you win a game with three passes. Yeah. Which may or may not have happened 3 weeks ago. I don't know. Patriots didn't put that up. We, we didn't, didn't make a graphic. Patriots had three passes and won the game. We never did that. We put it in our post-game notes though and we put that out there that's, all the that's, time. That's that's hmm. that's just those are just the stats of the game. Exactly. But you know, that's a stat. We're the, the first team to beat the Patriots twice in Gillette Stadium since the Colts. You know, it's like, okay, I guess some people could look at it as a compliment to the Patriots. Of course, it's a compliment to the Patriots. You know, it's never happened since oh five oh six. I don't. I I don't know. It's I, an accomplishment. A I, lot of teams have had a chance to beat them in consecutive years in Gillette Stadium. They're not going to win in the, over fifteen years. Not and haven't been able to do it. They're not going to win the Super Bowl because of that. Yes, I agree. I'm telling you. I would agree. I'm telling you. That's going to trip them up. That's right. Okay. That's right. All right. As long as we're talking, I would agree. rationally here. I that, would agree. That's right. And I know our listeners are with me. 
I agree. Yeah. That's why they will lose. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio the Cowboys won't win the Super Bowl because of that. <laughs> because Mike McCarthy just rolled out of bed. What the hell well, is he doing? I mean, we got nothing to say about that. <laughs> yeah, well, our, guy, our guy's track record's a little different than that guy's. That's true. But what's he? He's got a, a, he's got a, a hoodie that says victory on he's it. He's got a, with uh, the Dallas Johnny, uh, yeah. Johnny <laughs> Drama. Johnny Drama sweatshirt on. <laughs> victory! <laughs> Matt, Here please tell me you watched Entourage. Wow. Uh, webradio at patriots.com is the email address. Um, so, what else? Anything? Uh, we, you know, we talked about the COVID, the yeah. situation yeah, with the Jaguars. It's like right. the, it's, I agree with you. They have to. They have to sort of lay lay the wood they to, to Jacksonville. We, we better. This is uh, this is like one of those old uh, Jets weeks where, like the you know, the Jets were hor- hor- horrible and hor- hor- horrible, horrible, uh, and there's it's hard to get excited about this kind will, of game. Will you be upset if the Patriots only do what's necessary to win? In other words, they you know they come out. Establish the run, find out we can do whatever we want on the run, and mm-hmm. they never really pass a lot, and they just keep the ball and run the ball and win the game like twenty-one-three. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because I think because we had some people saying, you know, you know, if they have a chance to give Mac Jones more work, give him the work. Yeah, eh, but I'm it's not a, a big fan of the you know five hundred twenty-five yards for Burrow. Like I, you know, which I'm. By the way, I'm sure they put a graphic up for that. And they um, should. That's I, a great not, Like yeah, I'm not really, should. I'm not really a big fan of that kind of stuff. Um, in, in blowouts, now if it comes organically, that's different. Right. Like I don't need. Like the Jets win wouldn't have been any different to me if it was thirty-four to thirteen as opposed to fifty-four to thirteen. Like any, like after a certain point, anything that happens to me is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Now I understand if Bill looks at it a little bit differently and says. Something like that, that Mac could use fill in the blank. Mm. And if that's what he chooses to do because of that, I have no problem with that either. Yeah. He might think that Mac could could benefit from some of that. Well, I, I just want them to get out of this game healthy um, and with a win. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't have to be pretty. But, like, you need this game oh, yeah. against an opponent that has no business coming in here and winning. Right. Just get the lead and get off the field. And get to weeks because so it's going to come down to so week 18. You don't Everything's care about going to come to week you 18. You don't care about style points in this no, game. No, I don't. A little. I mean, I do Not a little. Not really. I mean, I do a little. Like, yeah, I, I don't want it to be like they three would, to nothing. They win 28 24, and, and oh. Jacksonville ends the game on the, on the you know, like they did against the Jets. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, that's you know, problematic. Then, uh, then, uh, then uh, you're scared to death yeah. to go to Miami. I mean, you could say, well, they won, and that's the important thing, but I wouldn't feel great about that. But I'm talking about what you said. Yeah. They win. They they take control of the game from yeah. the outset, and they're never in trouble. Right. I don't care if they win by forty or, or twenty. Right. That's kind of how I feel. And Same thing. and get out of the game without any major you know health issues, and because it's I think there's going to be so much on the line around the league in week eighteen that it's going to be one of the more you know consequential weeks we've had in this league in a while. You know, and and I'm talking about you take control of the game from the outset. Right? Yeah. So you get you get a lead and then you throttle back in the second half and run the clock, just right. grind it away. That's fine. Now, if you get a couple of pick sixes in the fourth quarter and that's why you win by twenty, mm. uh, that yeah. ain't gonna make you, you know kind of like Atlanta. Yeah, you know the Atlanta game was reasonably competitive for a long time. 
Yeah. Even though it looked like the Patriots were going to win it the whole way. Mm -hmm. And then they finished with, you know, interceptions against three different quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that to me is different than just compl you you described they just come out they get a lead and then they just do whatever they can to get out of there and right I, I have no problem with that at okay all, if that's what they because i know some people will like they'll be like why didn't they let mac pass uh, there, more the, people there is you know he needs to work with the receivers and there's a segment of the population that's always going to be upset when they win. Yeah, no matter what, there are, yeah. and we get like them on you, the, we get you them get them on your curse words. Oh, I know. We get you know? oh, you get Damian more, Harris has more. three touchdowns. Why aren't they throwing to Where's Smith? Hunter Henry? Exactly. Where's Hunter Henry? Exactly. Exactly. I said that during the game. Exactly. The other day. Exactly. Where's Henry? You know. You know. So you do get an element of that. We get some of it in the post game show too. Um, but I think at this point, they got to get back on track. That's the number one item of importance. Um. Okay, so let's just uh, open it up. We'll see what our listeners have to say, what they're thinking about. Start off with um, someone named Next Level. Next Level. Madden was absolutely the draw for people to play the games early on. For the first 11 years of the game, it was just him on the cover. Since 2001, it's always been a player there now. Okay. Didn't know that fun fact. Yeah, I thought he was that actually was also fact, on the sideline too. But I'm just wondering game. if oh, that's yeah? if yeah. that's if that's accurate. I'd be curious to hear from from the Maddenites, you know, the people, people that who play, play the Madden. Game. Do you yeah. really did you really buy it and play it because Madden was on the cover back then? Right? Were you a Madden I, I'm guy? Getting, I'm getting scoffing, shaking looks. Played it, but it was because it was a football game. Right, it, wasn't it was a football video. It was, game. and it was the best football game. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, Bill writes in from DC. The passing of John Madden got me thinking. How much more fun? The NFL used to be back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Players like Namath and Butkus and Mean Joe Green were all larger than life. And guys like Madden and Cosell and Dandy Don Meredith were personalities that made you want to tune into a game unlike the cookie-cutter announcers today who all sound the same. There was no social media, so you actually got to decide on your own who you liked and didn't like. Today's players are better trained and probably more skilled, but there aren't many that you want to go and have a beer with. Cold... Call, call me old school, but there will never be another John Madden, and that's really too bad. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that he's confusing the play-by-play -play guys with what John Madden did because I think the play-by-play -play guys are cookie-cutter. I, I think there's no question about it. They all sort of, to me, I, I can't even recognize who they are sometimes. I think they all sound so similar. Mm -hmm. um, it's Cam Newton. Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> um, th I think they all sound uh, the same, but the color guys, the color analysts, yeah. I, I, I don't think they're all cookie cutter. I, I think you know, like them or hate them. I think Madden had a different style. I think Tony Romo has a different style. Yeah. Um, you know, I, well, I think Romo Chris thing was calling out a play I think, before I, it happened. And yeah. I think Chris Collinsworth has a different style. Like I don't yeah. think those guys are cookie cutter. Yeah. Now again, I'm not telling you I like, dislike, or whatever any of these guys, but I don't think they're all the same. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think the play-by-play -play guys largely are all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think Jim Nance is probably the Jim Nance and Joe Buck. I think are the hello best. friends. They're yeah. The, they're the best at it. That's why they're they're the lead guys on their respective networks. I yep. think they're better than the rest. But let's face it, they all say and sound the same thing. It's it's the same. Tommy, how are you this evening? Yeah, I, I I like Buck. I Tom. like I like Nance. I like Al Michaels. Oh, Al Michaels was Al was the was best, the best. Yeah. day. I yeah. mean, yeah. he's I think a little bit 
you know, past it at this point. But yeah, I mean, but, but story, like, just but, a story. But you yeah. look at a guy like Phil Sims as a color guy. I hated him, not because he was a giant and all that. He but didn't have much to say. He didn't have but anything again, his to style, say. But his style was different than a lot of other guys, too. Now, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think he was great at it. I think Troy Aikman, um, he doesn't sound the same to me. as. Uh, I think know. he's gotten better, I actually. think Aikman and Tony Romo couldn't be more, more different in well, their approaches. And, and I think Romo coming on the scene pushed Aikman. I think Aikman, Aikman. to me, Aikman was almost like Phil Simms, didn't really do much. But I think he's gotten better. Mm. I think he's... Gotten a little and bit I think more. What, what I liked about Madden, and I know Patriots fans still mock him, like they had that embarrassing Madden chant at the the opener of Gillette Stadium after we won the Super Bowl, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he deigned to have an opinion that was different than what Bill Belichick did, and and I know it was you know wasn't really overly mean spirited, but I, I thought it was unnecessary. Like the, what I liked about what Madden did there was he immediately said he was wrong. Like right, not not he didn't wait three days and right. say oh in retrospect uh, you know he immediately said I can't believe what they're doing now I wouldn't have done as a as a coach and as an analyst I would I wouldn't have done this this isn't what I would have done but you got to give Charlie Weiss credit blah, 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 for doing yeah. this and then when it was over and they finished it he said what Tom Brady just did mm-hmm. gave me goosebumps right yeah. right yeah. so right. like live in the moment he said right. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. And I give him a lot of credit sure. for that. I think a lot of other guys would have said, well, it worked, but yeah. they were lucky. Right. Yeah. Because they didn't do what I said right. they should do. I can't be, I can't be wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but that was part of his. <laughs> the analytics say you shouldn't be going for it. That was part right. of it. And I, being and I do think, and I do think a lot of those guys, the, the ones that are best at being color analysts, don't just tell you what happened on a the play. They're, tell, they're talking about strategy. Like they're watching the replay of a, a penalty and they're telling you, ah. Yeah, that's that's a penalty. That's got to get called. Or they're talking about strategy. Oh, that's a bad time out there. Mm. Like you need like they're live because and that's why so many of them are quarterbacks because they're doing the two minute drill as it's happening. Yeah, right. I, I think it's very impressive when you watch a broadcast and whoever's the 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 analyst. As soon as a play is over and you know the 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 truck is re racking the the replay to have them show it again, it, the player who's doing that already knows like oh. You know, like a sack happens, and they're like, "Oh, this happened because you know the safety was moving back here, and the stunt was." And like, he saw all that in the he five seconds. To go, yeah, he wanted to go here, but yeah. they, they he took he that away, and then by the time he looked off, I think that's very impressive. Yeah, and I thought that that's was very impressive. That was to me that was Collinsworth's strength. He would come in and give you that lineman who missed the block or had the block almost immediately. Immediately yeah. now, yeah. now he now he forces it to the guy who is highly highly ranked in PFF. I, I, he, I know. I'm telling yeah, you, he does. No, I know. Watch You're how right. many times I agree. They go, yeah, they I agree. Go, they go to packages that he sets up, and then you watch the replay, yeah. and it didn't happen. But mm-hmm. I'm t- I'm talking about like when Collinsworth first started. Yes, yeah. I that, agree. That's what separated him from others. Now maybe he had great spotters too. Maybe they're in the rear. Oh, look at, look at the left guard. That's left part guard of that, was holding. That's part of that. You stuff. know they do that for them when they get the you know? replays. They're getting told yeah. this is where it happened. You know, right. as they're getting the replay, and then they talk about it. But I agree with you that Collinsworth was good at that. I think now when he does it, it's always geared to his PFF. I know the guys that are ranked high. And then they're like, you know, watch Fred Kirsch. You know, he's really done a great job. And then they show a replay of, you know, they'll have a package of plays for that guy. And you'll see like three plays, two of them that he did nothing on. Yep. Because they just force it because those are the guys that Collinsworth picks because they're highly ranked in PFF. Hmm. Uh, Eldridge is on the uh, ace ticket hotline. What's up, Eldridge? Hey, Hey. Carlos, how y'all doing? Good. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
How y'all doing, man? Oh, did you scare somebody? Did you scare someone on the road there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they jumped like hell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not, no, no, this is guy. He's he's picking up uh, bales of uh, cardboard, right? Yeah. So he's bagging back, and I blow up on. Oh, uh, yeah. So he got out and he started looking. I'm like, no, man, I'm on the I'm on the phone, but uh, he don't know. He's uh, he just a cardboard driver. Right. Yeah, but Paul. Yes, sir. I'm a Madden serologist. I've been playing Madden since it came out on Sega. Okay. And uh, I bought a little, I bought a Nintendo, and they had to look this other football game, but it wasn't Madden. So one of my buddies came. He said, uh, "Jerry, what are you? Uh, yeah, what you doing?" I said, "I'm playing this Nintendo." He said, "I got a game for you. Once you play it, you you never put it down." So when I did, he bought uh, Sega Genesis and he bought Madden. Madden was on the first four covers, uh, maybe five, but after that it was players or some of sub male. Yeah, and it's uh, like I said, I miss John Madden because I love his uh, his game. And most most time, you buy the game because of Madden. You don't buy another football game if it ain't named Madden, right? Because right. it ain't the same, right? You know. But uh, as the coach and analyst, I love them coming up because because I like the way he explains things, the way he's talking, and you know, like I said, put all this enthusiasm in it and the writing. You know, I, I heard it. I heard it last night that he passed at eighty five. Yeah. You know, but uh, like I said, his his, his game. I think his name wasn't only just just to sell the game. I think he was a part of it. Yeah. You know, the, the diagram, the players, the plays, the rating, and all of that, you know. And one thing I can't say about him, if your team ranks 76, they play like they 76. <laughs> 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 Even now, I'm, playing, I'm like, dude, I'm having a problem with them confound Patriots. But I like playing uh, franchise. So that way I can be the GM and I can go draft what I want to draft. Right. But, oh, okay. That's what my kids do. There's different yeah. modes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Franchise mode. Yeah, different yeah. modes. Yeah. And then and you can make your own playbook up. But okay. you take plays off other teams, the defense, offense, and, you you know, you can use that. So sometimes, but like not recently, I used to have 15 to 10 guys when we play a Madden Bowl. So, Eldred, as, as, a, ga- as a football gamer – do you remember that game that came out to compete with Madden and they couldn't use, like, the actual NFL names um, and it was, like, more violent and, like, there was trash talking and all that stuff? Do you remember that? And they, the XFL? It, it, no, it wasn't XFL. It, it was – what What was it? NFL Blitz. You could, like, right. drive the people when you type. Oh, yeah. NFL yeah, Blitz. I, I, I right. I didn't like that game, no. You didn't like I that one. I bought it. I took it back and told them there was something wrong with it and got my money back. Oh, was that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never heard it's, it's just like NC, just like the football, college football game. Not yeah. a gamer. If it ain't NCAA, you know, I don't get it. Yeah. They, they got the real rate and real whatever. Yeah, but you that know, game couldn't the, compete. basketball game. Yeah, a lot, like a lot of people like, oh, this is going to, you know, put Madden to bed. It never did. It never did. You no, know? they never did. No. Yeah. So getting back to the Patriots, I heard y'all say something earlier. Okay, would y'all be surprised if they laid another egg and lost to Jacksonville? I would stunned. be surprised. I'd be stunned. I'd be – I am not emotionally prepared to lose no, this game. No, nor am I. Yeah. No, am I. I'm not prepared to lose either because, uh, like I said, I don't talk so much noise lately. And they tell me, well, y'all lose these two, you're out. Or you lose one and Miami win, yeah. you're out. I'm you like, who's saying that crap, you know? if The only way I would believe that would happen is if they told me that they kidnapped the entire Patriots coaching staff and any player with over three years of experience. And that's how they played the game because mm-hmm. there's no way that's going to happen. No way. I don't think so either. I, I think I think they surprised Miami because uh, I think they embarrassed because they went from first to worst, and you know they had everything right there. And when they played against Buffalo, the coach, you know, they were shocked. 
Buffalo, they were stunned. Yeah. You know, because I, I don't think, you know, I never saw the game yet either. Yeah. But I keep hearing about it from everybody else that's in my family tree. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, the Miami game, so, so, yeah. I won't be shocked if they lose that game. You know, and that, I that comes down to, okay, you can be embarrassed and you can say we want to get, but do you have the answers? Do you have the players who can do what you need to do? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. You know, we'll see. You know, it's not like in the past where, oh, the Patriots lose a game and they never lose two in a row, you know, Mm -hmm. because they were just that team, you know. But I don't Mm – It's they're not that team anymore, or at least for now. Right. And and, and at the same time, the other teams, because of that, are more capable of beating them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So so, can I ask Paul one question? Sure. Paul. Yeah. Just not not a shot at Matt. You think he's the guy? Yes or no? It's a great question. <laughs> it's a great question because I like I like the simplicity of it. Yeah. Um, Either you do or you don't. And I'm going to say no. Ooh, wow. Like, it, and when I say I the guy, it. I don't mean that he's not an NFL quarterback. He is. Yeah. I think he is an NFL. I don't think he's. I don't think you're going to win with. I don't think you're going to win at all with him. Oh, okay. That that when I say I no, it. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Is he so, a guy so, that can win you a championship? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I well. He he won't be the reason anyway, but well, I don't think you can. I don't think he's. I good don't enough. care as long as he's, if he's the quarterback I on a championship think, no. team. I'm happy. I mean, if you're asking me right now, I like the way that that Eldred put that. Very simple. Yep. Yes or no. Yep. I'm gonna say no. All right. Mm. Thanks, Eldred. All right. We have it on record. Can, can Mark I reserve? That? Can I reserve the right? <laughs> I would like to see him in year two. I mean, if you ask me now, I, I, it's a no. Well, listen. But I mean, I I do I do understand that. Uh, there will be jumps in his play. He's going to get better. Yeah. Of course he is. And, and, and you got to play the game. When someone asks you a question, you play the game and you give him an I answer. I did. Yeah. But nobody knows. Uh, of course yeah. not. Nobody knows. Bill Belichick doesn't know. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that one's probably going to come back and haunt me because, you know, you know where, where, where I work and what we do. But if you're asking me right now, yeah, that's my answer. If you're asking me right now if he's going to be the quarterback for more than five years, I would say no, too. Like, I just – well. Let's you know, and this is, you know, and I might get killed for this too. But on one of your shows, they did the the redraft, and they redrafted like not just this year's quarterback batch, but they merged it with like the last two or three years, right? And so they redid it. Okay, I need some some refreshing. Now. Yeah, and who, and so fantastic. Mac, on this one person's draft, I, I don't even know who these fill-in hosts were, but on this one person's draft, Burrow was number one. Okay. So he's three years ago, but I know he lost last year because of the injury. No, no it was last year. Last year was, last year was his rookie oh, year. Oh, was it? Who, yeah. Him and Herbert were rookies yeah. last year. When did he get hurt? I thought last, last year. year. Oh, okay. So he had Burrow number one, and he had Mack as number three. So behind Herbert and Burrow? Mm-hmm. Herbert was number two. Yeah. Right. Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. Trevor. Trevor Lawrence wasn't even in the top five. Like oh, I, I that's, that's you know, absurd. Yes, to really me, is. that's just you're not watching. And you also don't. You know, all you're doing is looking at stats, right? You know, because right. you yeah. can look at Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence and say that the like the I mean, if they're not the worst two, they're they're down there, right? But you haven't watched. Yeah, them it's play. not the whole. Right. Thing. You haven't seen them. You do don't anything. have the whole picture. I would even say that about Zach Wilson, who I think Trevor Lawrence has been better than Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson, since he came back, and I wrote this in the mm. notes yesterday too, that. There is not a roster that's less equipped to win games right now than the Jets. They're, they're by far and away the, the youngest team in football yeah. with a first-time coach. And coordinator. Right? Yes, and mm. coordinators was something that you pointed out a lot while we were playing the Jets. Yeah. 
he the last five games he only he, he you know after throw I think he threw nine picks I want to say nine picks in the first six games and then he came back in the last five he's only thrown two now he's not lighting it up he's not throwing for 500 yards like Joe Burrow but they're not going to do that that's not how they're built they they can't they don't have that kind of personnel right he's running um, you know and protecting the ball. A little bit better. They found a way to win a couple of games. I think they're two and three in the five since he came back. You know, they beat Jacksonville. So, I mean, take it for whatever you think it's worth. But there's been some growth there, I think, during the course of the season. He's not nine and six because he doesn't have the structure around him that that Mac Jones has. Right. You know, what do you think, Mac? I mean, like, honest question. Really honest question. What do you think Mac Jones's record would be if he was coach if he was quarterback of the Jets right now? Just worth, just just take Mac just probably take the Zach same Wilson record out. it is right now. Just take right take Wilson out and put Mac better. Jones with Robert Sala and and everything else right. that's gone on it, in New York. It wouldn't maybe be any they would have won another game but, but, because he wouldn't throw as but, many interceptions. But, but here's yeah, the maybe. thing: I don't the, know the same person who had Lawrence out of the top five. He was asked the question. If Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback of the Patriots, would they have an extra win? And yeah. he said yes. Oh, so how can you have him? Mac is three and him is five. So that's proof that all you're doing yeah. is looking, you're looking at, at right. you're looking stats. at the spreadsheet and you're seeing that yeah. Mac Jones is the highest rated rookie quarterback. Look, look, I mean, Mac Jones's numbers are very, very similar to Davis Mills. But Davis Mills plays for Houston, so mm-hmm. they've won two games that he started. Yeah. Because they suck. Listen, I'm very happy that Mac Jones is the quarterback of the New England Patriots. But that doesn't mean I can't recognize that there are There's other, other young yeah. quarterbacks who are better. Right. In my opinion. In a lot of people's you opinion. Know, <laughs> right. And I also think that everybody it's, – it's funny. You, you start saying things so much, and then when it happens, you forget about it. Everybody said that by far and away, Mac Jones was the most NFL-ready quarterback coming up. That's right. And then he ended up being the most NFL-ready quarterback coming out, and 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 now it's like, oh, we should have taken, yeah, we missed it, yeah. we missed it. No, you didn't miss it. No one missed it. Everybody thought he was the most NFL-ready coming out, right? And they still went with the guys they thought were better long-term players from a talent perspective, right? right. Long-term play. You don't mm-hmm. draft a guy because you think he's going to be the best that year, yeah. right? Solely on that reason. Yep. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more calls and emails on this Wednesday edition of Patriots Unfiltered. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. 
We are patriots. And our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. 
We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. And now, great moments in history. You know when we go to Ford Field to play the Lions yeah. and they do that pregame show? Yeah. Oh. And there's that kid who's like in his early 30s maybe at most. At most. <laughs> and he's like, hey, everybody, welcome to Ford Field. Uh-huh. We're going to be talking about the Detroit Lions And now today. we're going to be do- talking about the Ford Drive again. Yeah. Wow, who's like, <laughs> like, why do they do that? Uh, like, but, why did that become a thing? It's, it's always been that way. Hi, everybody. It's like, Beth, Beth Mullins in the, the but Los Angeles Charger. But it's let's changed. go to Megan O'Brien. <laughs> and it's more. And, and Megan, it looks a little cold today. <laughs> that was like a mix of I would pay you Johnny announcer voice and Harry Carey. Right, right. I would pay you $100 to do the rest of the show just like that. Well, I don't know if I could kiss her. <laughs> That's pretty That's hot. what she said. That's another great moment from all right, welcome back to Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline, web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Brandon writes in, all I could think about when Eldred said he played Madden in franchise mode was that his team would be 22 Randy Mosses, and the only play in his playbook would be a Hail Mary. That sounds about right. Yeah, I, bet you, I bet you won, though. Yeah. Um, I was laughing just listening to that clip with Megan. Me- Megan was really big on the announcers. Remember, she loves, she oh, loves the announcers. the whole industry. Yeah, she yeah. loves the announcers. She's plugged in. Uh, Rick writes in, it really blows me away how much time has flown by that Brad Johnson, Jeff Hostetler, and Mark Ripien probably couldn't lead their teams to a title. The league really has changed that much, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, Trent Dofer, I throw him in there, too. Uh, Rick in Louisville, if Nick Foles can lead his team to a championship, I'm not ready to say Matt can't, at least not yet. He didn't. Um, like, don't confuse winning a game as a backup quarterback with see, leading your team. to. So Jeff Hostetler didn't lead his team to a Super Bowl. Right. Nick Foles didn't lead his team to Those a Super Bowl. Those two guys were very similar, actually. The yeah. starters played most of the season, and then they got hurt like in like December. There's no chance that the Giants would have gone 13-3 and with Jeff Hostetler for the whole year. To me, the definition of the guy... If you're asking me, do I think Mac can be the guy? He has to be the quarterback of the Patriots for, you know, more than just this first contract. And on one of the years, they win a championship. To me, that's I, whether he's the reason why or not. If he can do that, he's the guy. I would even take out the 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 need to win a title. I would just say competitive you know, to win a title. If you're if if you're getting a second contract. Then you obviously the coaches obviously deemed him the guy, right? Like if they if they re up him say yeah. in year four, mm-hmm. and he's the quarterback for eight nine years, they thought he was the guy. They thought he was the guy. Spee and Fresno love Big E's question. Happy Paul had the big basketballs to answer it honestly, but we didn't get everyone else's responses. So Fred, Eric, Mike, Matt, Matt is Mac the guy? Well, Elder Elder didn't ask us. He only asked Paul. Yeah. yeah probably a reason for that yeah i i hesitantly say yes mac will become good enough for us to win a title with him 
He looks good for a rookie, and his biggest flaws seem based on skills that can be developed, such as sensing, adjusting to the pass rush, red zone passing, pre-snap adjustments. The question is whether those improvements, assuming they occur, will matter more than what he can't change, such as arm strength, lack of mobility. An X factor is his mental toughness, which I don't have a good beat on yet. Do you think he's mentally tough? It's a good, I think he's pretty tough. I, I think he is pretty tough. Physically pretty and tough. mentally, yeah. I, do. I, well, I think you're underselling his biggest weaknesses, though. Like arm skill. strength. Like yeah. pure skill is his biggest weakness. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't run well and he doesn't throw it well. Like he's accurate, but he doesn't have a great arm. Here's the thing about the mental toughness part of it. We know physically, like, he's taken big hits and bounced back, but that's not what we're talking about. When in his career, whether it's high school or college, has he had to deal with real adversity? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, certainly not at Alabama. No, other other than not being able to start until his last year. I'm talking about – see, I count toughness as taking a hit and staying in there and coming back, and I count mental toughness as the ability to put bad plays behind you. I've yeah. seen that. Yep. Okay. I've seen evidence of that. I'm not telling you that he's there's no questions about him in those regards, but I've seen him show the ability to put negative stuff behind him quickly and bounce back. Right. I think that's a sign of mental toughness. It, it is. Yeah. So I, I, I think he can be the guy. And yeah. again – Everyone's definition of the guy is different, so I, that's why I wanted to define sure. what mine is. And I, you know? I also like that Paul yep. Paul added that give him another year, like give him an off season in the program. Yeah. Like, like it's he, well, that's what I want to see. Hasn't even How played much a full the rookie year yet. The things that I have concerns about, I think can improve with um, you know additional strength and nutrition and and, and whatnot. The, the things I mock, right? You know, he'll. Uh, <clears throat> get better at the NFL level. There's, there's there's some truth to that. Yeah. Like you get in a program and you're taking care of yourself at a different level for a year. Right. Let's see what it looks like after he is able to do that. And if I looked next year and I was like, wow, you know, that 15-yard out that was consistently getting threatened to be picked off last year is getting there faster. It right. could. That right. could happen. And I just wonder, that, like this, the same people who were saying, oh, Trevor Lawrence isn't that good – would they have said the same thing about Peyton Manning in his first year? Of course they would have. And, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Now, Peyton Manning had Bill Polian, and as much as I hate Bill Polian, he built a team he was a good for GM. Peyton Manning. Yeah. And it worked. You know? I mean, he built teams in three different places. Right. right. And, and so you need that. I, I don't care who your quarterback is. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you need pieces. <laughs> you know? So I... Uh, Anthony writes in, uh, listening while working the streets, slinging mail in 20-degree cold in Maine. Well, thank you. Thank you for doing that. I'm glad you clarified why you were working the streets. Yeah. All this talk about Madden made me think of a question for all of you guys. Given the exact same situation from 2001 Super Bowl, tie game in 2021 Super Bowl versus Tampa Bay and Brady, with less than two minutes left, no timeouts, does Bill push the ball with Mac to try to get folk into field goal range like he did with Brady? Or does he run a draw and roll the clock and head to the coin toss? I feel like he doesn't get aggressive and sits on the ball and plays for OT. Well, here's the thing about that question. If Mac is in the Super Bowl... He will have done things to get to the Super Bowl. So maybe the confidence level that you're you know, implying changes because 
we're in the Super Bowl. We won some big games in order to get there, and he showed me that he can push the ball down. For me, it's different. It's I think that Bill's rationale in most of these situations has dealt with what's gone on in, in that specific game. I think he talked about after the Tampa one, you know, we hadn't we hadn't converted them. I think they were three for thirteen on third down in that game. Yep. They were one for ten on Sunday. Yes. On yeah. third down. Um so you know, if you're not you know if you're not sustaining offense for an entire game and you're in a bad situation where, you know, you're on what was it? Your own 17 yard line with no timeouts and a minute 20 left. Yeah, maybe he goes conservative. Yeah, but, but if if it was a game that they were playing really well offensively, mm-hmm. I think he would he would go for but it. But don't you think it's reasonable to think that if you get to the Super Bowl, those numbers will have have to have improved against some really good teams? It depends. No, but like I mean, like what I'm saying is they they were nine and four. Yeah. And he was conservative. Yeah, but I mean against. But but but, but I, you know I'm saying if you're one for ten in the playoffs, you're going to lose. You're not going to get to the Super Bowl. Well, but what if your defense is the reason why you get won those games? Okay, right. You yeah. know, and and largely the defense was a bigger part of the reason why the 2001 Patriots won. You know, Brady wasn't always great in those games. No, but I do think he was always great when he had to be. Right, and he showed that. And I think he showed the ability to come from behind. Yep. So maybe if they if they had done better offensively the last two games the next time he's in a spot like that maybe bill says you know what he can do this he's done it before yeah but so far he hasn't really done that they haven't really come from behind yeah the closest example i think we might have against a good team is dallas when he threw that pass and now the it it was a one play big play they scored but they threw the ball on the first pass there right and but that was another one that after the game was tied in overtime, it's fourth and three, mm. and he, he punts because he didn't have that kind of faith in the offense and the way that they were converting. 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hut line. Let's go to Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's up, guys? Hey. Um, so I got to make a comment about what Paul said yesterday about that uh, producer in EEI who said he wouldn't trade Max straight up for Patrick Mahomes. Um it's, it's completely preposterous. To me, like, Mahomes is, was like Brady was when he was here. And, like, Manning, you know, he's he's on his team. you got to give them, like, the odds-on favorite almost every preseason that they're going to get to the Super Bowl and possibly win it. And that's, I don't know, it's just a ridiculous statement. And um, just a question on Mac for you guys, since we were talking Mac a little bit. Uh, do you think that, his arm strength can improve, and I don't mean like pushing the ball further downfield. I mean just like maybe getting the ball. Yeah, I think it can. The ball out quicker. I think he can get stronger. Yes, I don't think he is. Uh, I mean, I know we kind of talked about this a lot during the spring, and we kind of poked. Fi- I don't think he has an NFL body, and I think you can develop that. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> a lot of people, um, you know, there's all different sides of the story with Tom Brady coming out of college. Oh, he has his, strong arm. He doesn't have a strong arm. His arm was much better than he, he was he given ha- He for. had a pretty strong arm, you know, because they went back and they looked at – and it was strong. But I think he got it stronger. He did. And he I improved. think he improved. He Absolutely. Really improved. I think he improved his mechanics. Yeah, and that made his 
the delivery better, more efficient, right. and got the ball there faster. And that's an area where Matt can potentially improve. Yeah, yeah. I think that's something that can be improved. Yes. Yep. And I think he's got the mentality to put the work in to do that. I think so. You know? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, when you go see. home, you go home. Hey. When you're done, you go home. Oh, I wouldn't have done it <laughs> yet. I don't know why. What's that, Patty? I'm out of college, but I was just going to say that. that. That's all I got. It's good all right, thanks for the call. Living the good life in Alabama. Uh, John's in Northern Maine. What's up, John? Twenty degrees up there. Oh, it's Joe. Oh, Joe. Uh, Come on, Matt. Yeah, oh, I, Matt wrote John. I'm sorry. Yes, okay. He's got Madden uh, on the I brain. I didn't call in for this, but I got to uh, just comment on uh, Fred's comment on uh, Bill Poley and building the team for Peyton Manning. Yep. Um, I always think we have to remember, though, that uh, Bill Polian could have paid Marshall Falk and traded his draft pick to uh, Ditka in New Orleans for his entire draft and built a defense. So um, i got to remember, that was the year that um, Ditka traded for Ricky Williams, yeah. the whole draft thing. Could have just kept Marshall Falk and got all those draft picks. So Ma- i got to just say something bad about the Colts. So. Oh, yeah, so, well, I hate Polian. Ma- I mean. Marshall Falk held out. He was yeah, never going to play for the money. Colts again. Well, do you think it would have paid him? No. Why did he hold out? He didn't want to play for the Colts anymore. Because why? Because no. he didn't think the Colts were good. Oh, okay. And it was kind of the same thing as Barry Sanders. It wasn't a money thing. He didn't want to play for the Lions anymore. All right. That was the Marshall Falk thing. Oh. Okay. Right. Still could have traded that draft pick, though. Edron James, James versus the whole uh, whole draft. I don't but, remember uh, any of that. Why? Like, why? You, you wouldn't want Edron James. Well, no. It's just I mean, we can hate we can hate Polian because he's the Colts guy. We're all on board. I, I get it. I hate him. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think what Eric said is undeniable. Like, he, he built three right. ridiculously great franchises: Bills, Colts, uh, Panthers. I don't like the guy either. I saw his act live and in person. By the way, in those oh five oh six games, yes, right? banging on the table, yep. hoping that Doug Flutie got his leg broken. It was mm-hmm. one of the most unprofessional things I've ever seen. I don't like Bill. He Polian. said that. I know. Yep. I'm not lying. I know. I don't like Bill. Pullian. I was there. I'm as not well. going to pretend that I like him, but I can't tell you that. And calling he had the Patriots missteps. the Patriots, yeah. and he does that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think he does too. I don't like the guy. Yeah. I think he's uh, an uptight blow. The Patriots had their time. It's that's, our time. That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. You got your one. Yeah. Yeah. Boob. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm calling in uh, uh, about whether or not Max the thing. Uh, or the guy. I remember in 2001, I emailed the show suggesting that they trade Brady and uh, keep Bledsoe. Oh, I remember and, that uh, call. No, I don't. I and don't. Uh, Paul, Paul liked that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, even but, I wouldn't uh, have suggested that. At the time, it was because, you know, there were a bunch of backup quarterbacks like Scott Mitchell and John Freeze had gotten big contracts and never fulfilled them. But to me, looking back right now, it kind of seems like the NFL is in a similar period where you have Allen in Buffalo, kind of like Manning in his fourth year. Right then, Brady came in, Breeze came in. A couple more years, you got Roethlisberger. And, and it seems to me like right now, there is like this group of quarterbacks that's going to be you know, maybe the, the guys for the next 10 years. Yeah, it's, uh, and that's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's interesting. And um, and the other thing on that is comparing this team to the, where that is for me, though, with the 2001 team, is before the Cleveland game, somebody called in and Paul said, like, you know, in 2001, people didn't have a problem with them winning by it being lucky. And, and that, I mean, that was the thing. It was just this hopefulness that, you know, however this team could, you know, scrape it together. And to me, that's where this team is now. You know, it's, it's the same thing of, 
you know, I have more faith in Bill Belichick now, but they got ahead of what I thought they were going to be this year, and now they're back to where they are. And it's that thing of, like, you know, if they can just pull it together and build forward, I'm happy, and I'm good for this year. Yeah. Um, and I still think there's, there just seems to be a lot of similarities to that, that team, both in the rebuilding in the league and a lot of stuff like that. Yep. All right. That's it. Thanks, John. Listen, all those guys we talked about, all those young core, I believe all of them can be their team's guy. You know what I mean? All, like, uh, you mean uh, Herbert and Lawrence. Burrow. And, uh, Burrow. Lawrence. And all, you know, all of them. All of them can be. I don't – like, none of them can be Tom Brady, but all of them can be their team's guy for the foreseeable future. You know? Could be. Could yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah, I think they all have it in them. You know? Now, a lot of it is the environment, like, like you know, what we're seeing in, in Jacksonville. Right. You know? Like, he, you know, Trevor Lawrence is the number one overall pick. His contract will never go down. You know, his, con- his next contract is going to be a whopper, right? I would so, think so. So if you're Jacksonville and you're shot Con or if, if he's still the owner, then it's like, well, we suck. You know, so we might as well tear it down. So he could end up not being their guy just for that reason, for money reasons, well, because they suck so bad. I think that who they hire this offseason as their he- next head coach is going to— It's critical. Th- it's very, very it's much critical. so. Like, they need somebody that's going to yeah. be right for, for the quarterback. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is there's other reasons why a quarterback turns out sure. not to be a team's guy other than his own performance, yeah. you know? Sure. Um, but— I think all of those guys, you know, again, in my definition of the guy, can be their guy. Yeah. You that, know? Long, like, if you get a decade, roughly, out of a guy, and he takes you to the playoffs or even to a conference championship, maybe wins you a title, right. uh, even take away the title. But if you play for a decade and you're in the playoffs, he's the guy. Like Andy Dalton was Cincinnati's guy. He was, yeah. Right. Kirk Cousins is Minnesota's guy right. right now. Right. I don't think you can win a title with him. Yeah. See, yeah, I... Maybe not. Maybe not. That's why I think, yeah. you, and, and I'm not taking away your definition of the guy. Like, right. It's it's like why I go for two. It's my chart. I decide. Uh, right. Right. You, know, you don't tell me that yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, th- your definition isn't wrong. Yeah. That's your definition. Right. I think you have to be in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Falk, by the way, I just kind of looked up because I wanted to make sure I was remembering properly. He... Um, he was. He informed them that he was holding out. He had two years left on his deal. So I, I guess I don't know the answer to the question. Why? If they ripped up the two years, would he stay? Like, would he really have done a Barry Sanders? But I think we've seen a lot of guys hold out and get traded, like Dion Branch, yep. you know, here, um, and, you know, and others. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm taking it too far that – I don't think Falk wanted to play for the Colts anymore because he didn't think the Colts were good. Mm. And I think that's why he was holding out. Um, but th- then, uh, you know, I, I think it's hard to criticize Polian for choosing Edwin James instead of Ricky Williams. Right. Like, who was better? Yeah. I don't even think it's close. Yeah. At the time, though, Ricky was. No, Ricky Williams oh. was great. I mean, for Superstar. a short period of time, he had like an 1,800 yard year. I mean, for a short period of time, Ricky mm-hmm. Williams was unbelievable. When he went to Miami, yeah. he had an unbelievable year in like. Oh, two, maybe? I don't, I don't remember. But he was – Ricky Williams was not a bust. Right. He was good. Obviously, he had all the trouble right. with, with mm-hmm. marijuana and everything, and that ended up derailing his career. But but Edwin James was a – you know, he's a Hall of Famer. Is a Hall of Famer. 
Uh, we were talking about the COVID rule changes, and uh, Bill and Bozeman writes in, I agree with Paul's overall point about the late-season rule changes being unfair to the teams that suffered from it previously. However, when there's a bad rule, it shouldn't be allowed to persist any longer than necessary. Yeah, that's why I did I did throw that in there, like, because of the unprecedented nature. Right. Um, and I do. I, I said it last week. Why would, you know, if Kendrick Bourne and Cole Beasley test negative – why should only one of those guys be allowed to play? Why should two healthy players be held to different standards right. because of vaccination status? Yeah. Uh, Ryan at Ottawa, longtime listener, first-time emailer. Thank you. Quick question. What other young quarterbacks would you trade for Mac? one for one? The cutoff in this scenario is three years or less in the league. For Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, I'm making that trade in a heartbeat. Other than them, though, I'm not sure I would trade Mac for any other young quarterback. What do you think? Can I'm, I have a list of them? I'm not clamoring for him to be traded. I have faith in Mac and am more than comfortable having him be our quarterback. I think he's shown enough that he should be given a couple years before any final decision is made. That's I, fair enough. I agree with that. How about Herbert? I agree. He said Burrow and Herbert, didn't he? he no, said he said Burrow and Lawrence. Those are the only two that he would oh, do Oh, he it said for. just Burrow and Lawrence? He wouldn't trade him straight up for Herbert? Nope. I mean, I'm out. Yeah. I would take Herbert. I mean, if you want to tell me, like, to me, the, the interesting questions, I don't have the whole list of all these young quarterbacks in front of me. Interesting questions to me would be, like, Baker Mayfield. Right. That's the like, that's I don't a good think, one. I don't think I would trade Mac Jones straight up for Baker Mayfield. I wouldn't Mayfield. either. I would keep Mac Jones. I he would in his too. third year? He's in yeah. His, he's going into his fifth. It was his fifth year yeah, already? Yeah, they got to they decide if they're going to keep him. They didn't, they didn't right. pick up the option. He's his, played four years. Right, because the, the emailer's thing was three years or less. Right. No, I'm just saying young quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, I, I think I consider I w- him a young quarterback. I would keep Mac what about Jones. Mahomes? I consider him a young quarterback. I trade Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I I wouldn't I think he's Former he's Mahomes. going just three years. I don't have the list of entirety of yeah. the quarterbacks for just the last three years. But I think I mean, I, I don't even think there's a conversation to be had about, about Burrow, Jordan Love. Burrow or her. No. <laughs> I'll keep Mac Jones yeah. or Jordan Love. No. Okay. I hated Jordan Love coming out of yeah. college. We called him Jordan Like, remember? Yeah. Um how about Davis Mills? I'd keep Mac. Why? They're about the same. About the, yeah. He's our guy. Okay. So, because you have him. Yeah. We got our guy. Because I think, I look at Davis Mills, I think he's, had, he's taller, he's stronger, he's got a better arm. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I, I'm intrigued by Davis Mills. Okay. I, and I didn't like him coming out either, in, in full disclosure. Yeah. I didn't like him coming out. What about any of those guys that were drafted before Mac this year? I uh, mean, other than Fields Lawrence. or Fields, uh, Wilson. Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. I, I think I would probably take them all. Uh, I, I don't know. Really? About, I don't know about Lance. I just think they all have more talent. Yeah. yeah. And with Bill Belichick as the coach and Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator, mm. I'll take my chances with the more talented guy. Yeah. That's why we wanted I don't to be good. I don't know about Lance. I, that's the one guy I don't know because he didn't play at the same level. But Justin Fields, I've seen enough. He can play. I mean, that was our whole discussion during the draft was, like, we liked the fact that they took a quarterback, remember? And then we were kind of underwhelmed by the fact that it was Mac at the time because we felt like the other guys taken were a bit more talented. Yeah, I I, um, I have questions about Zach Wilson, and I, I just I absolutely have no clue about Trey Lance. He hasn't played. I think that – Justin Fields with Bill Belichick and, and Josh McDaniels, I think, would be pretty good. Uh, Juan in Monterey, Mexico, says, I've always heard that why Bill is the best is because he adapts to what the league is currently doing. He's not stubborn on changing his ideas. However, 
in the last few years, when the league has gone towards smaller and faster linebackers, he stayed with the big and physical, such as Hightower and Bentley. I feel it's one of the reasons the defense has seemed slow in the last few years with the lack of adapting in that area. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't think that's one of his – I mean, I think he has a lot of strengths. I don't think that's one of his strengths is adapting to what the league is doing. I think his strengths are game planning and identifying what players can do and what they're capable of and putting them in positions to succeed, exploiting other teams' weaknesses. I think those are Bill Belichick's strengths. I think he has been sort of slow to adapt to some of those things over the years, and I think that's one example of it. Now, uh, I think one of the reasons why they're running the ball so much more is because Bill is not adapting to what not necessarily the league, but like if they're if they're going with all these small defenses, I think Bill is saying we're going to power up and run it at them, right? But so I guess you could say that's adapting to the league. But again, that's game plan to me, not how you you know what I mean. But he, do you agree? It, it could also be um, that he's saying no matter who our quarterback is, he's not going to be ready to lead us for a few years. Yeah, so I might, better have something yeah. else to fall back on. But I think you could even go back to 2018 with Brady and when they started running the ball a little bit more um, than they had because I, I don't think he felt like it was uh, their strength with the receivers that they had. I think they were missing weapons. Certainly Brady would tell you they were missing weapons, right? He pouted all through the 19 season. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think they decided to power up against some of these smaller uh, linebacker cores. Uh, Sam is in North Carolina by way of Maryland. Um, so a couple things, then a game. Let the Bills have their fun. They lost to us consistently for 20 years. We ran many coaches and first quarterbacks out of there. Let them enjoy the moment. So here's the game. Only one word answers or number only. No analysis. So one, one word, word or number. For these questions. One word or I number. I love games. I hope um, I can play this. The first Buffalo game, if Brady were here, how many pass attempts would he have had in that wind? 15. Uh, 20. 10. Okay. Multiples of five. Assuming everything around him is the same. Yeah. Stevenson's there and every, yeah. Uh, 10. Well, he uh, said one word, so I just said, stuck with yeah. that. Uh, since or Patriots number. went some time without a Sunday game because of re the recent schedule, when is the next weekend they won't play football? January 23rd. Third weekend of January. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So they win a playoff game? No. Oh. They'll lose in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so fourth weekend of January. Then I guess. I mean, but, but that's technically. One. I, ha I had to just give a one-word answer. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely reserve the right to change my mind. Sure. If I, like if they play Cleveland in a 4-5 game, I'll take the Patriots in Cleveland. Uh, what position should be our first-round draft pick uh, next year? Cornerback. Um, yeah, I'll agree. Corner. Yeah, probably corner. You're not playing? Well, probably corner. I uh -oh. said probably corner. Um, <laughs> multiple words. But listen, if, if there's a can't miss linebacker, take oh, he a, said one a, word though. How about yeah. a tackle? How about yeah. a wide receiver? Not sexy. Uh, we'll talk to you in a minute. Sorry. You weren't supposed to show your um, appearance. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we got to finish this game. Yeah. Are we closer to playing like Jacksonville or Kansas City? Kansas City. What? Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Are we closer to a really good team or a really bad one? Right. right. Is the question. Right. You're closer to a really good Eric team. Eric doesn't know. Ah, uh, that's a good question. 
because a lot can happen in the offseason. No, I mean, right now, I think. I sure, think sure. Closer to Kansas City because you're going to be a playoff team. Who will have a better second season with the Patriots? Mac Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, or Kendrick Bourne? Mm. Uh, I know what I would answer. Uh, I'll go Stevenson. I will. Wow. I'll go Mac. <laughs> Are you sure? No. That's why it took so long. Some okay. painful sighing in there. Well, because that's a tough question. It's good a good question. This, yeah. is, this is a good game. Well done. All right. Deuce is back from practice. Mike has returned from practice. Mike has returned from practice. Yeah, Mike has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? What did he see? All right. All right. Well, a couple COVID guys back. Good news. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson was back out there. Us was... Yasir Durant and Harvey Longi. So a few guys back. Um, that's probably good news because the COVID list now at six guys, which I'll just run down. That's guys the that Longi and there. the short of it. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, Bentley, Judon, Wise, Hoyer, King, and Uche are the, uh, are the six on the COVID list so right those now. Those guys None of them will, were will more than likely have to miss the week of practice, which is an ideal. Yeah. Uh, so they, they could play in the game, but would have to miss the week because they have to sit out five days. Right? Yeah. Now I'm wondering, like, how they found out because they stopped testing as of Monday, unless that someone was showing symptoms. So does that mean that they were showing symptoms? Yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, I think unless so. they self-reported, just yeah, you know. But do you think? Do you think the players? <laughs> do you think the players would insist on being tested? I don't. I don't know. Like some of them, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know either. I'm just asking. Yeah. I, I just personal experience. My sister fully boosted. She got it. Tested positive. She's got symptoms. So I, I you know, I think that this there is there is a segment of people. No, I'm not who saying are you can. I'm just wondering if yeah. no, they're Fred, showing. Fred's symptoms. wondering why they got tested, but some of them, you know, also I mean, might not be vaccinated. Laid too. up, unable to get out of bed. Really? So, you know, that's. You know, She's that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real bad back pain. Never felt back pain like that before. So I uh, hope she's doing better today. But, yeah, their whole their whole family got it right now. So, anyway, Aguilora. Oh, she, she happened to fall down last week. That had nothing to do <laughs> with it. nothing to do with it. She slipped on the uh, ice. Right. Yeah. Um, but Bledsoe was, was absent along with Aguilora as well. So no Aguilora was out last week with concussion. Oh. So those are the two, you know, non-COVID guys, at least as far as we know right now with Bledsoe. That was kind of a little bit of a surprise. Um, so, but good well, news he on Stevenson and. Wasn't yeah, he added was to the injury? list last? He was, was added to the list last Friday. Calf, I think. Yeah, he Calf. had an injury. Was yeah, that's why he last Friday. That's why he didn't. No, that's why he didn't play. All right, full he was pads out early. Yeah, full pads. Well, Friday night. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah. full pads. Full okay. pads. Small media contingent. Just uh, yeah. The uh, the you elite team. Me, Mike Reese, and Jim McBride. That the, was uh, it. The fearsome threesome. Yeah, just us. But they're they're revert. They're going back and forth. So today was heavy on cameras, light on beat reporters. Tomorrow will be. Light, heavy on beat reporters, light on cameras, and then mm. and then um, the same thing for Friday. So, uh, yeah, small small squad, and uh, but some good news. I mean, I think Longy's kind of a, a, a little one. I mean, he hasn't played in a while, but if you're losing Bentley inside, I mean, that might be an option to somebody to plug in there at least um, if he's not able to return. But uh, otherwise, more more hooping and hollering though, like last week. I oh. mean, I know that that obviously played no impact on the game. The fact that after they broke drills, they were yeah yeah. yeah yeah. Um, but it, 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 it was happening again today, especially Damian Harris, especially vocal. Um, but, you know, a little strange to go from two weeks ago, you had four quarterbacks. Now you just got two. You just got Mack and, and Jarrett Stidham. Stid. So. Well, it's a good sign because I'm not going to lie, I gave it some thought yesterday when I heard the news about Brian Hoyer that 
you know what would happen if Stidham right and well, if it's going Mac the Jones were deemed yeah, yeah close contacts mm-hmm. and then they they tested positive because I think right now a lot of people are going to test positive. Yeah, if you get tested, I think a lot I of people agree. are going to be positive. Yeah, so I that that went through my mind. Yeah, and Mac Jones can't afford to be missing the whole week no. of practice. I would oh. I would assume if he's healthy, Jacoby Myers would be the emergency quarterback if, if all of that happened well, you know if all the I, quarterbacks got I it i would assume they'd sign somebody yeah jake dolagala your yeah. guy yeah Dola they bring somebody in <laughs> talking about him on the radio yesterday yeah. i mean just a guy that at least has some is he available? experience in the system the packers pick yeah. him up again? I heard he's uh, on the street he's is he not, he is yeah. available yeah. yeah i think felger brought him up at some point over the course of the year like talking about quarter just bring dolagala like have you ever seen him throw a yeah. pass before or? Yeah. i don't know but yeah Maybe Jared Stidham, uh, you know, Stid, maybe he gets a chance. I but hopefully not. Mac, he's right. out there. He looks fine. Mm-hmm. He's got his glove on Jared still. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and, and stuff. And stuff, yeah. All right. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Wow. You got a cough button there. What, what Were the 12 grousing at, a, at all? No? No, we were just kind of <laughs> working out a plan of, uh, yeah. of how, to, how to go about it, the three of us and our, uh, and our you know, three guys, two bears of binoculars. Right. <laughs> 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 two rosters. So was one of you, like, so really Mac Jones wasn't there. They just <laughs> did <laughs> as far as Are one of you, like, the guy that's responsible for getting the word out and who was there? Yeah, yeah. We did, um, we did a little bit of an embargo since there's only a few of us allowed to be there. So we, yeah. um, so we sent that. Matt Mike sent it out to all the the beat reporters what the attendance was and then we we were you know said we'd all post at 105 so okay you know working together as a team nice and now uh, yeah we'll see i'm I just interested to see how it goes friday because friday is supposed to be the day where they have a bunch of beat writers but nobody ever comes on friday it's always usually just three or four of us on friday anyway so it might be a tiny tiny crew on might friday might be a one-man show deuce oh, yeah. God, i'm wondering what the crowd's going to be like on sunday yeah, like fans. Yeah, like yeah. you know, it's I, Jacksonville. I yeah. agree with you. Mm. Yeah. I, I do tickets wonder. available. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was looking. You know, so just wondering about that. Yeah, maybe they were Christmas gifts. You know, maybe people gave them away, and yeah, maybe it'll be stronger oh, than yeah. you think. I mean, you know, yeah. listen, I, I strong. You like know, if I, if this is your first game that you've ever attended. Like yeah. you're gonna go, yeah. right? If you got tickets for Christmas or something. You know, like you're gonna go to the if game. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. It would be a good game to and do you're that. Probably with. gonna watch the Patriots roll. Yeah, and you know, nice little. No, but I mean, season ticket holders may have used that game and said, "Yeah, I'm gonna give these for a Christmas gift." Yeah. Hmm. And if you got it for a gift, you'd go. Right. Yeah, sure. Yep. Good times. All right. 855-PATS-500 is the <laughs> ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Uh, intermactions? Uh, limited. Limited. We're, you know, a little, little uh, scattered trying to get through everybody, but watch them a little bit. Still wearing the, the glove? Middle. Still yeah. wearing the glove. Yeah. Yep. yep. Had full pads on. Had his knee brace on on the outside. Um yeah, I was trying to get some Mac. The glove is on still. Yeah, the For glove protection? and the brace. The glove. What yes. was Bill wearing? <laughs> was he bundled Bill. up? And, I had know, that jacket on. Like that. He had a big winter jacket. Yeah, on I think today. he had that jacket. Still yeah. under the weather. Like somebody said to me, Fred, I was listening to the post game show, and you seem very worried about Bill's health. I'm like, Yeah, I am. <laughs> you <laughs> heard him talk. No. Hey. Well, well, usually we kind of make make light of it, but in this day and age, you can't. Yeah. Right. Because what if he sounds like that and he, and has, he has right, it. right, right. Well, you've seen Robert Sala was out; he just came yep. back. But I mean, I you know, I I'm surprised there hasn't been more speculation about what would happen if if Bill had to miss. A oh, week it was a ton last week. Around. You must have missed it? it. I didn't. Yeah, I did not. I, did yeah, not. I, I would I, assume I, it's I Josh, brought, right? I brought. Yeah. See, I I think Bill likes to go with. Uh, I don't like to disrupt as much as I possibly can avoid. Maddie, yes, and so go with pee. go with Patricia, right? And let. Mac can continue to work with Josh, yeah. right, and keep, keep that keep dynamic Josh focused on the offense I, as is. I think that's yeah. important. Yeah, 
You know, because if you're the oh, I, I brought them to a flutter with that. They were like, no, wow. no, no. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not a bad I mean, idea. Yeah. It makes just, perfect just sense. Just so you know, yeah. in terms of track record as head coaches, Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia, they're the same. <laughs> uh, you want to tell me that Josh has been a far more successful coordinator? I would agree. I don't think that Matt Patricia's defenses were great. Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels has had a lot of great offenses. But as head coaches, yeah. they both failed miserably. Yeah. So I don't know why it like elicits such anger for people to like Matt Patricia oh. has to step in for a game and like how much over is he Josh really going to yeah. do? Like you're overseeing. Like, all right, all right. right. I know. Yeah. I know. Bill was the coach, but yeah. we're doing things. It's my shit this week. Like, New sheriff in town. <laughs> well, you know, um, when you talk about mood, McCourty um, was uh, no Slater was asked by uh, uh, Buckley. Yep. If everybody's bought in, yeah, Mike Reese because uh, he detected yeah. something in some of Slater's answers that yeah. might. Well, we got a choice to make. That was I think. Oh yeah, Slater I choice. We got a choice, and, and I agree. Yeah. We got into a conversation about this, and other people did not agree. Mm. But what did you guys think? Yeah, um, it did strike me a little bit of. I, I I guess I would just assume generally that there is no choice to make, that you know exactly you're just going to do this week what you've always done. Um, so it did strike me a little bit. I mean, I think Steve did a good job of following up and really kind of asking him about it. Uh, but I also think that there's an element of Matthew Slater as a speaker that kind of speaks in that way. And I, I, so well, I don't know if it meant as it much stuck as out to me, though, I don't know how we're going to choose. It, that's what kind of stuck out to me was that I think I think the phrases the phrase that he used was. We have a ch- we have choices, and one of those choices is to let it spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not something I would ever think would come out of the mouth of a player on this team. Letting things spiral out of control, and, and that's what you know. He that's he, anathema to the way they do things around here. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I thought you. Yeah, a what? I thought, I thought for sure Fred was going to say something. No, I, I anathema let, was that a city in Maryland? To, I wanted to let that breathe. I'm sorry, my bad. Um, but, yeah, Mike Reese asked Slater that original question, and he chose to answer it that way, which I did think was, was interesting. And then I guess later on in that conference call at the end, Buckley said, is are you s- sort of suggesting there's some sort of rift in the locker room? And yeah. Slater I, I just took it at it. We're, we're, hi- we're hitting a time where it's adversity. You know, what are we going to do? Matt's are we going to keep fighting yeah. or are we going to, you know, cash in? I, I suppose. That's like, all I took if it. If you're looking at the two-game losing streak. That's what streak I take it as, could, too. Yeah. yeah. But I'm with Eric. Like, I think there's, like, I, like Matt's, Matthew Slater can say, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. But I don't know what everyone else is doing. Yeah. 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 But I would imagine he's one of the guys that stood up in the front of the room and gave that talk. Yeah. And yeah. I thought. He's I, a captain. Yeah. I thought there was also some telling comments from McCourty after the game about, um, you know, some of the calls. And he actually said, I could have made some adjustments that I didn't make. Right. Um, so he put it on himself. He mm. spoke for himself. But I do wonder if there's maybe a little bit going on in there. And I wonder if there's a little – I'm not uh, – Rift is probably mm. too strong a word. But I just wonder, th- this is a different – th- much of the reason why I wasn't ready to say this is the Super Bowl favorite was because the guys that were Super Bowl favorites are not here anymore. These are new players. The, the, the key figures are, are largely new people. Yeah. And, and that's like some of those things that you just automatically associate with Patriot success are not given. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you have a game like you just had where guy comes out of nowhere and has a career game against you. You know, so 
I, it's natural for players on any team to, to question the r- approach afterwards. Like, maybe we should have done something different. Maybe mm, yeah. even within the game, why, do, why are we doing this? And then you add that you have Steve Belichick, who's a young guy, Gerard Mayo, who's a young coach, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of experience. You wonder if there's more questioning than there would be if it was like Dom Capers or Dean Pease, who's been in the league forever, and you don't you yeah. don't question him; you just trust the process. Yeah. You wonder if the, you know questions emerge, particularly in, in a game like questions, that. And I do wonder if that's what the if it was more than just player speak. I wonder if there was a reason behind some of the comments. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not making a big deal out of it, but I, I just some of those things that were said kind of made me take a step back. And yeah. yeah. It, it felt kind of like, though, that that was taken from six, seven games left in the season. You haven't really even come close to clinching anything. Like, I just think this is the team that, like, just needs to bounce back. It's not a team that needs to, like, not go down the drain in the last two games when you're probably going to make the playoffs anyway. So I, that's the only thing that strikes me a little bit weird is that this is a team that still is most likely going to get into the playoffs. I mean, and, and yeah. act like it, you know, that's, that's what it is. Like, get act like, like a man. <laughs> but, you know, you had two games in a row where big games. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't, you, you didn't, didn't perform. One game you just got dominated, you know, and you, you know, you didn't, you didn't even show any life until the end. And then another game where you had everything in front of you against a heated rival. And again, they showed up at the beginning and you didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, there's a lot of questions I'm sure that people are asking themselves about themselves, but also my teammates. Like, who are these guys? Is you know, and I'm just throwing out names, okay? So don't please don't think that I know anything. But like, you know, who is you know uh, Matt Ju- Matt Judon down the stretch? I don't. I'm I I know who I am. I'm Devin McCourty. I've been here. I've won Super Bowls, but I I don't really I know Matt. I think he was you know, but I don't know. Yeah, you know. So I've never been with him on a team in this situation. Yeah. So a lot of new guys. So I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's a lot that's, of questions. That's my point about yeah. like you can't say, well, this is what the Patriots do, because what the Patriots now do is lose games in December. Yeah, that's, and at home. That yep. that's what our our most recent sample size. Would you say four gate four years? Four in years a row? in a row, they've lost they've at lost least two, two games in December. Yep, in a row. Um, so. I know what happened. I was here. I, I know what happened between 2001 and, and 2019 when Brady was here. But it's different now because those guys aren't here. And to Fred's point, you know, I I was kind of struck by Matthew Judon uh, on that on that last touchdown to Dawson Knox where it looked like he spent more time worrying about a flag than playing. You know, like – yeah. In, to the point where the, the you know Zoe said he goes you know the defense all stopped. Well, why? Because you think that you were cheated in some way. Like play the play the play out and then make it irrelevant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you got to play to the whistle. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't assume. You can't just stop what you're doing and assume the refs. Gonna what did he think on that play? Is someone lined up in the neutral zone or no? He oh, thought, I thought there was, there was a lineman downfield. downfield. Oh, oh, like which oh. is not a play that you would stop playing. Right. You don't stop right. playing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Even on like offsides calls, you you got to keep playing until you hear a whistle. The ref comes in and was waving his arms. You, right. you got to keep assume yeah. that it's live. A fumble, pretend, act like it's live until they tell act you it's like not. Yeah. Act like it's live. Well, it's just like in the early part of the season, you had those kind of moments in these games. Miami, 
you know, where the defense could have made a play and, and you know, talked a lot about, ah, oh, they they're not making the clutch plays. And now you're getting into the time of year where it's kind of all clutch plays and you didn't get anything last week. And that, I, I think, to Paul's point, is, is, is apt. It's just, you know, you're figuring out who you are. And for this team, what can they really hang their hat on right now? Like, at least with the Brady teams, of course, you can hang your hat. We got Tom Brady. Um, but I think most teams by this point have something they feel good about or, you know, something that, hey, this is a string. We're going to lean into this when times get tough. And and I don't know if this Patriots team has it right, right. now. I think they've kind of taken turns like dropping the ball. So, you know, <laughs> literally and figured. And I think that they will respond, um, you know, and, and they won't pack it because even in the two games, because I think the two games, you know, we described them a little differently. I think they got dominated in those two games sure. just in different ways. Yep. And, and in Indy, I think it was they collapsed under, you know, a combination of Jonathan Taylor and a bunch of their own foolishness you know like jumping offside on a field goal and allowing a punt to get blocked for a touchdown silly penalties against buffalo it was none of that it was just the other team did exactly what it wanted to on offense for four entire quarters to the tune of 430 yards of offense and you know seven trips into the red zone yep you know so i think you got dominated in different ways in both games but in even though that they got outplayed so badly in both games they found a way to hang around Give themselves a chance where if the other team didn't execute at the end, the Patriots could have gotten the ball. So I don't think the Patriots will full tent and quit. No. no. I just saw these two games where they got really outplayed for the better part of the game, and yet in both games, the defense is on the field in a one-score game with a chance to get the ball back. Yep. You know, failed both times, but still. I think the fighting is what the Patriots are about. Yeah, yeah. they're but, not going to quit. But as you well, said, that's the Paul, thing. Like, you know, it, sorry, I was just going to say two different. The two different losses. That's kind of particularly disheartening because they I lost agree. two different ways. I and agree. It was like, mm-hmm. I'd feel a lot better if Mac threw four picks, and that's why you right. got blown yeah. out by yeah. Buffalo. But you know, like in Matthew Slater's mind and McCourty's mind, and even Hightower, you know, fighting at the end isn't just getting out there and playing; it's stepping it up. Yeah, you know, and to set all the teams Matching are beat up. We're all energy. beat up. It's all we're all tired. But it's the you know the yeah. guys that can step up, dig deep, dig deep, and, yep. and elevate. You know, it's not just not giving up. It's taking it to the next level. Yeah, and I mean, I you think, know, you know, even just generally, I think you saw that energy from the Colts and the Bills the last oh, yeah. two weeks. That was the December energy that you're kind of looking for right out of the gate. And I think I think sometimes that energy comes from a confidence. Sure. That you have yep. in yourself, in your teammates, in your plan, in your coaches. Like, it's a culmination of things. Like, you feel like, I don't know, it just it felt to me like when they went to Indianapolis, the Colts felt like, we're home, we've got a plan, yeah. we know we can beat this team, and we're going to do it. The Bills felt like, we know we screwed up a couple of weeks ago, we know we've got a plan, we know we can go to Foxborough and win, yeah. and they did it. Like, there's a, there's like a, a confidence that they had yeah, they, in addition, to, and that's where the energy, I think, They played comes like they from. fed off what McDermott said. McDermott got a lot of heat for saying it's not about what Bill Belichick yeah. did, it's about us. Right. I, think the, I think their team fed off of that yes. and said, this is about us. Right. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not about what the other team's doing. If we do the same things we did on the Monday night game, we'll we're going to lose you, again. Yeah. But if we play the way we play mm-hmm. – I don't think they can yeah. play with us. Right. And that's like the other part of it, too, is just all this talk of, of slow starts. And I just, it, it feels like it's going to get in their own head. And to some extent, it felt like with that three and out, ugh, here we but, go. But here we know, go. Yeah. Is, what worries me about that is like, you know, we talk about John Madden being genuine. You know, coming out fast and like having that emotion, it's got to be genuine. Yeah. You know, like, you don't. It's felt genuine a couple times this year from the Patriots, but not yeah. consistently. Like, it can't be like Devin McCourty, 
you know, yeah. you know, telling you to jump up and down. You right. have to like feel it, right? Yeah. You know, right. I know. That's I know. Good point. That's why, like this weekend, I'm like, just don't, please don't celebrate. Just, just take care of business. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to see like, yeah, well, well, maybe thirty-seven like to nothing. But maybe that's <laughs> the way to do it. But like, like I'm not, like I'm not kidding. Maybe the way to do it this week is don't run out, walk out, like. In, Single or double file or whatever. Like, business. We're just going to take care of business today. Yep. You know, like no nonsense. We're you just guys gonna... really are the anti-fun police. And, 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 and <laughs> that like, be- I make fun of it at, like in a teasing way, but you really don't like fun. And that becomes the new thing going into the Super Bowl. It's the Patriots don't run out. They walk out. Like, <laughs> See, again, again holding hands. <laughs> Military march yeah. style. So we're about dun, to go. We're, dun, 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 we're dun, about to go dun, on a five dun, or six dun, game winning streak. Dun, so. <laughs> They're like stormtroopers walking out yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like Bill walks out like Vader. Yeah. Or the no, Emperor, I'm not technically. That would be hood, that would be know, something. Star Wars, that would be yeah. unique. <laughs> uh, Cody Death in Indiana Star. writes in Web Radio at Patriots.com. Do you think that the Patriots were just peaking at the wrong time, or were they just beating up on lesser teams? I feel like the team has collectively run out of gas, and I'm honestly really worried about the Miami game. Yesterday, Deuce made an offhand comment about how they should still make the playoffs. I don't know about that. After week one, I sent an email saying that loss would come back to haunt them, and I'm getting nervous that I was right. Well, just so you know, it has come back to haunt them, regardless of what happens, because it gave them a second loss in the division. And that's why Buffalo is in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Based it, on division record, they had the yeah. tiebreaker. Yep. Uh, Alex is writing in. Uh, he's in Pawtucket. You know where that is? Eric? Yes, yeah. I do. Where? Yeah. Still recovering from the atrocious Bills game. No defense, poor offense, special teams, just pedestrian. Here's my question I have been pondering. Does this team have the ability to have a chip on their shoulder and bounce back like the teams of old? It seems that in the past we had players and teams who thrived on coming back from losses or being counted out. So do we think this team has the same fight? Or had the game changed where these are different players who approach games differently? Not sure if this makes sense. Hope I'm making my point clear. Thanks for all you do. I mean, Fred has them in the Super Bowl, so it's hard to make the argument that they've been counted out. Right. I just, I, I just think I go back to the Houston game, and you know, I go back to the Indianapolis game. You, you lose two games earlier in the season, and it was like, oh, get right game. And how'd they come out? Flat, bad. They, you thought indie game was a wake up call. Like, mm-hmm. was that? Hey, the season is on the. It's right there for the taking now. How'd they come out? Flat. So. I, I I have my questions about it, and I think that's why I kind of gave the nod early. Oh, was oh, because yeah. he did. You gave. I, I haven't nod. really seen this the team. Yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe the Houston game you could say it, but I haven't really seen them in game overcome a lot of adversity. Like it either kind of goes their way or it doesn't, and they don't really have the playmakers right now to shift the course of the game, and 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 that's. I just didn't see it happening. And, I mean, of course, you get maybe a lucky interception and that change, but overall, it's just it's you, you kind of know in the first quarter. Would gonna you say the game that they overcame the most adversity was Houston? Yeah, I mean that was the one that jumped to my mind. I it's mean, the only one that came from behind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the the Chargers game, they were losing in the fourth right. quarter, but it was a pick and six. It was a, yeah, it was. Yep. I remember writing Herbert during that up. game like this is the lowest point of the season. Mm, like yeah. during that game, like, like second quarter or something like well, that. Well, they down. Th- 13? I think it was 22, 22 to, to 9, nine right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and they had that ridiculous punt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like to Mike's point, right. like you hit get it, gifted, hit his own player in the back of the helmet. Yeah, you yeah. get gifted points, and that that sort of springboards your comeback. Mm. Tyler and Natick on last week's Thursday show, 
Eric and Deuce were talking about a video I'd never seen before called New England, the Patriots, and we. Oh, yeah. I looked it up on YouTube. New and I, I got I to gotta tell you, it's the gold, Patriots Jerry. It is. And we. It really is. We're uh, the best in the <laughs> AFC. <laughs> Being raised in the Chicagoland area, I thought the Super Bowl shuffle was the only bit of football music to come out of the oh 80s. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'd like to make a formal oh, request oh, to have Deuce no. be in charge of doing a reboot of the song <laughs> for the next Patriots Super Bowl yeah. run. I well, am in. I, I got to ask Paul to maybe, to Felger and Maz will sing a song to get up. the Patriots hyped up for the playoffs. I'm sure <laughs> Tony Maz doing a verse. I think that might be a heavy lift. But that, that was the worst song ever. Oh, I, I'm so excited Thanks that somebody oranges. found Mayor it based Bradley. on us chatting yeah. about it because it is a doozy. <laughs> Thanks for the oranges, <laughs> Mayor Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> How pathetic. New England, the Patriots, and we. What does that yeah, even mean? I know. It, it's, what does that mean? I don't know. Because we were a team. <laughs> it's not. Pro- and we. Is that proper yeah, grammar? Us. Eric, about us. us. Yeah. I'm going to go to Eric on that. Yeah. Is that proper grammar, the Patriots, no. and we? <laughs> no. We. I mean, unless that's the beginning of a sentence. Well, <laughs> New England, the Patriots, and we went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> got some commas in there too somewhere. Awful, <laughs> awful. Um, let's go to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Brian's in Indiana. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, hey Brian. So, not doing any yard hey, work I'm out there, are you? <laughs> uh, of course not. Okay, it's cold. No snow and sunshine, so now I'm in the house. Ah, <laughs> so now, now you're done, right? Yeah, I got it all done, so it's all good. Hey, uh, what you all just talking about? about this is it's just playing out the way I feared and not having a defeatist attitude and thinking we got no chance now. Uh, I know we still, you know, pretty much control our own destiny as far as actually making the playoffs. But I didn't want it to come down to Miami last game of the season. And, of course, you know, when we lost the first game, you think about all of these wild scenarios, you get way ahead of yourself and I, but I and I kind of had this game in the back of my mind the whole time. I just hate that it had to come down to this. It's like even with the, if I'm not mistaken, beat Jacksonville, and depending on what shapes out with the other teams, uh, Cincy and uh, Sandy, uh, LA, whoever, we can. Is it possible that if we lose the Miami game, we out the playoffs? Period. It's uh, unlikely. Yeah. There is a chance. There's a chance. If the Raiders and Dolphins win out, um, you're out of the playoffs. Even if we beat Jacksonville and lose to Miami, we out. Right. Yeah. If the Raiders That's and Miami yeah. win both games, right. yeah, you're yeah. out. They have to win out. Yeah, I heard yeah. that before. Mm. So, right, the Raiders play at Indy and Miami plays at Tennessee. Right. If either one of those and two teams loses, then the win over Jacksonville will clinch a playoff berth for the Patriots. And it's ain't it amazing? I say this last point. I let y'all go. It's amazing in the NFL the way this thing shakes out. One or two losses, and you go from totally controlling your own destiny and driver's seat for first place in the whole conference to yep. yeah. being at the mercy of yeah. other teams needing help handling business. Yep. It's, it's crazy. It's it is. Yeah. And that's what they want. That's what the NFL oh, yeah. wants. The NFL's loving it. Yep. Yep. All right, Brian. Thank you. Uh, let's go to yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie in Florida. There is one like minor thing, as remote of a chance as it is. Buffalo could lose both games, and then that could change things. But then I'm we ass- could. Sure. I'm right. assuming We're Buffalo assuming they're going to win both win games. One of those Falcons games, and uh, right. Jets? Atlanta Jets. and the Jets. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would assume they'd win at least one of those. Uh, what's up, Eddie? 
Hey, guys. So, obviously, the defense is underperforming in a big, big way. They couldn't stop a nosebleed the other day. But on offense, if you have five skill players on offense and two of them are Nikhil Harry and John U. Smith, you're in pretty deep trouble. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, wow. Okay, Eddie. Yeah, I mean, they were not short of saying what five you, weeks ago. What did you <laughs> think about Nelson Aguilar? <laughs> what did you think about Josh McDaniel saying he needs to get the figure out how to get the ball to Smith more? It's all on him. Uh, well, it was nice of him. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a coach taking one for the team. I just, I mean, unfortunately, I think he's being used as a blocking tight end. He's not a great blocker. Um, I don't, I don't think he really runs good routes. I think everything they've given him is like designed. I think Josh is doing everything he can. I mean, I think they have at least probably two plays or three plays in the uh, plan every week to like this is specifically to do it oh yeah how much more can he do i have two things that i have a problem with number one is the the, in this particular game the insistence in uh of Nikhil harry i don't understand it uh you know he Mm -hmm. he got the most snaps he got six targets which may or may not have been the most um yeah well myers had eight um so other than that, two two catches for six yards. Uh, I mean, on six targets, both on screens. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand why he had to play such a large role. Um, but that's what they thought. You know, whatever. Um, the second part is when you sign two tight ends, and you sort of give them the kind of money to make people think that you've signed two elite tight ends, and those both of those guys end up doing basically what they've done in their careers. It looks like a... It looks like a disaster, yeah. but it's not. Like, I think Henry's been better than Smith. I don't think anybody would argue. But they sort of are what they are. Like, Smith's career high is 41 catches. Like, he's going to end up with about 31, 30, you know, 32. Like, he's going to end up within striking distance of the best season he's ever had. And people are like... That's it. Mm. The other guy can't block a lick. He's caught nine touchdowns, so that's good. I mean, that's what we yeah. wanted. You know, I don't blame Hunter Henry and John o. Smith for this. Like, I think that well, we Well, he, he didn't mention Henry. He mentioned no, he, Harry no, and No, I know. No, I think Paul's making a larger point uh, here. Yeah. But the larger point is these are the guys that you had all year. You missed an Aguilar the other day. Yeah. These are the guys that played all year. You, you, you plugged in Harry for Aguilar. Mm-hmm. And... I think that you think that you got better weapons than you did. And then when you play against good teams and your weapons don't look good enough, it's the weapons. Now, I think it is the weapons. I don't think they're good enough. But this is what you got. You put big money into Bourne, Aguilar, Smith, and Henry. That Those guys are going to be here. Right. You know, that's going to be the, the core of your weapons going forward. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't ask Bill to go out and spend – Sixty million on a wide receiver next year, right? Uh, unless he takes one in the first round, like mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. of us want. Could well, I mean, I didn't say you couldn't draft him. Yeah. I said he's not going to put sixty million into a wide receiver. No, yeah. but I think th- I don't think they're done with that position. Uh, Claire writes in from West Midlands, UK. Hello, everyone. Hello, Marin. <laughs> uh, I think I'm a bit of a homer, like Fred. I read that the Bills thing as the Patriots are that awesome that it's an achievement to even beat them. Yes. It was irritating in a way, but then again, I have visceral hatred of the Bills. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think they were saying, like, this is, like, no one else has been able to do this. And that's how hard it is. Right, and don't think any of the other 31 teams wouldn't do the same thing, including this one. Mm. Uh. 
It's Did you bit, see what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking okay, about. Okay, what do you think about I, it? I just think it's stupid. It's your SID stat. I, yeah, yeah well, it's and a you're going to announce it on social media, though. Like, I mean, right. I know everything well, that goes into it. wasn't announced on social media. Yes, it, it was. It was, was in announced game. in the game. I know. That's oh, the oh. only reason why you think I followed the Bill's social media? Oh, oh, oh. The only but reason why I, I knew about it. talking about the announcement. I don't care. I saw the tweet. I saw them tweet it out like it was, you know. With a graphic. Right, a graphic. Then you should have, like, you're in charge. You should abolish social media. We don't do that. We don't do No, we don't. We don't do that. Please. Like that. I agree with the larger point. I think it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, I, the larger point is I think it's stupid, but I think it's all stupid, not just the things the other teams do. <laughs> uh, if I don't get the chance to email again, wishing everyone a happy new year. Happy new year. You too. They celebrate happy new year. The they really yes. are oh, the two yeah. least fun people I've ever met in my <laughs> life. It's unbelievable. Yeah. New year happens everywhere. Don't have oh, fun. Not, not just in the United States. NFL, Paul. Yeah. No fun league. It's true. Yeah. Jerry Glanville said it. Yeah. Just the way I like uh, it. He said not for long, didn't he? Or was he no fun league as well? Uh, I thought he. I thought he did both. He, he definitely said not for he, long. Yeah, that was def- that was the clip in the commercials. Right, you're right about that. I might be uh, misremembering. Uh, Charlie's is often the case. Not often. Charlie's in Virginia. Uh, despite, despite the loss, always a fun weekend up at Foxborough. It was only my first or second regular season game in person since week 17 of 07. Needless to say, different vibe leaving the sta- stadium uh, from the Bills game. I hate the delayed rushers against a mobile quarterback with an arm. It seems to me that it lets the coverage get sucked down the field. Then the rusher comes, and it's an easy scramble or rollout. Makes much more sense to send rushers right at the snap against Allen, in my opinion. Make him make quick decisions to force an error. Don't let him roll out. Oh, also, we shouldn't be surprised by the defense. They look slow and old beginning of the season. They still do. How many years have we watched them get diced by underneath throws to backs running by our linebackers? Yep, that was that was the plan, and that's why I would be curious if they do if they were to go to Buffalo for a rematch and play them in the playoffs. What do they What do they do different? Do they kind of just go for broke and and send guys after? It's just it's frustrating for me when you rewatch the game and you see Matthew Judon. I think I said this yesterday, like pulling up, you know, like he t- it's a guy and then he just stands there and he's just kind of watching and holding his tackle, and I got to make sure Josh doesn't get out. Like it's just not what they do held well, play, you know. Mike. <laughs> well, I. I, I just well, I don't think it's what they. Ted Johnson they do. was sort of given an explanation this morning, and I, I I don't know if he really knows what he's talking about, <laughs> but he's saying a lot of the Patriots' style is for the linebackers or whoever to chip first and then rush, mm-hmm. and that delays the rush. Yep. You know, and like he thinks that maybe sometimes they should just get after. I the know guy. Hightower was asked about that today. You know about you know doing a better job of holding up the receivers coming out, and Hightower sort of talked about how. It's not as easy as it looks. No, sure. these guys no. are quick they off work, the line. They, yeah, they spend practices working on avoiding getting yeah. delayed. Making at the sure line. you can't get right. your hands on them, right. and it's a it's a whole. You thing. know, a guy like McKenzie. You know, I think Hightower said it was impossible to do it to Julian Edelman. Yeah, you know, as a, as Just an example. So quick. And you know, a guy like McKenzie, he's not. I'm not telling you he's Julian Edelman, but that's that's the skill set is mm-hmm. the short area quickness and yeah. elusive return guy. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with another edition. we got picks tomorrow. Uh, big hurry. show, big show. We'll see you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.